the first rule of Miyagi-Do karate is karate is for defense only. The second rule is C, rule number one. <laughs> Very Sun Tzu. Uh, I don't know. Uh, season three has things to say about Miyagi-Do defense only. Yes. It's true. Some, sometimes the best defense is crippling your opponent's offense. Well, I That's think... A... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's clearly it was a temporary thing that uh, Daniel was not permanently. I liked how they, I guess we're not talking about season three today, but I liked how they reused him to show that they, that had, that path had gone too far and that the teaching of the like hidden stuff had gone too far, but it was still useful for creating defense because you take away your opponent's offense. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked the the trip to Okinawa. I thought that that was great in season three. Really good because and I loved I loved the like the like the music when he goes into the dojo and it's like the choral version of of Mr Miyagi's or the I guess it's not Mr Miyagi's theme but like uh the like training theme yeah is playing with like the choral and I I, I bought that song I'm like man that is good I'm I'm at that I'm a karate <laughs> kid. <laughs> That's in the workout mix. Yeah. yeah. Well, not in the workout mix, but like definitely the, the only Karate Kid song that I have in my workout mix is You're the Best. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I have a, a Karate Kid playlist of different songs, different pop songs from the movie. And then and then uh, now that I got the soundtrack a, a little bit ago, I listened to that. Are too. any songs from uh, the Jalen Jalen Smith version in your karate mix oh no I'm, I'm talking about the first two karate kid movies and then and then that one song from cobra kai although i've thought about um there are some there are some like hard rock 80s songs that i've thought about adding from cobra kai like just make a karate cobra kai um i really add a cobra kai I, I mean we gotta we gotta talk about it when we do it but like i like the music direction for that show they've done a really good yeah. job are we? I mean, are we already recording? Are we I, good? I I always just hit the button. That's good already. Because yeah, I mean, but... we, we kind of. I mean, <laughs> as it, it as as we as we should, and we enter the dojo, we should introduce ourselves. Oh, hold on! And uh... <laughs> I'm looking you in the eyes. You can't really tell. But... <laughs> it's funny because like because of the way the things set up, to, like you're you're looking down, way. but I'm actually a, <laughs> I'm above you actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> not in Miyagi Do. I Miyagi Do. Okay, before we intro the podcast, I just have to know off the top of my head. I are we, we're all Miyagi Do here, right? Oh yeah. Um, oh no. I, I, me, me and Ebony were talking about this. She's and we were like, okay, so we're, it's like I kind of want to get a shirt now. And I have I'm a like, Miyagi Do okay, shirt. I bought one. If you're gonna get a shirt, you need to get Eagle Fan Karate. <laughs> That's what I was gonna get. Ah, <laughs> okay. There's so few okay. good designs. There's a few out there, and that's <laughs> that's where I was like, because like earlier I'm like ah Cobra like. Johnny has done a. I mean, we're 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 in it. We're in uh, it. He's done a good job of kind of making that name mean something kind of different for a bit. And so I'm like, okay, so I kind of like that. And then when we get further on the series, I'm like, okay, so I have to go Eagle Fang now. Okay, that's <laughs> that's it's definitely it's, it's the so show. Bad. The show has progressed to such a to such a for for a series that on the first the first season. Was a YouTube original, YouTube original, series. yeah, and premium. I came into it. You, premium, I came you into had to pay for it. Yeah, yep. Uh, the first episode was free, and then you could then because like the first hit's always free, 
but then you could, uh, if you did have premium, you could then go ahead and watch the rest of it. And I was, I kind of waited. I was like, ah, you know what? I, I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, that's a funny take. Like, I see where they're going with that. But it's also a YouTube show, so my expectations levels are, like, right in here. People can't see my hands. I'm doing that level thing. Um, <laughs> and so I was kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I, it's, the fact that they got most, like, they got those two guys back, this could be fun. I'll check it out later. Um, and Ebony, for the wedding, had gotten, had set up YouTube Premium because when we set up our playlist for the wedding and stuff like that, she wanted to have no commercials. So she's just like, boom, oh, straight that's through. That's a good no idea. Commercials. That's a really good idea. Props to your wife on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we did our playlist for stuff, it was all just right there. Boom, boom, boom. And so I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I've got the premium. I can just go and watch the rest of it now. Um, let me and hop on. And I started watching. I'm like, holy crap. The show is so good and better than better than it should be as a YouTube original. Better than it should be in, in as my expectations. And better than just than other shows that are on just network TV. I'm like, the writing is so like, I constantly am, am troubled in shows like Seasons of the Flash or Arrow. I'm like, that is a stupid thing. Why are they doing that? And the answer is always to progress the story. With this show, it's very much like, oh, I see, I see that this happened over here, so that drove them to do this, and I, I see why he's not telling her this. It all seems reasonable within the context of the show. I see like, real oh, people is what I see. Yeah. yeah. And it's like there's there's so many and we I mean we're talking primarily about the first season together yeah. today. Well, we could and, uh, like there's a we could intro what we're going to talk about here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, well, my brain's just like It's oh, okay. No, it's good. That no. Sound yeah. like Star Wars? That doesn't sound like Star Wars. Hey, <laughs> Cobra a Star Wars YouTube original channel? There's, what? There well, is Galaxy <laughs> Adventures only on YouTube or did they put it on Disney Plus yet? Uh no, that's oh, definitely I well, now that I think it's, I think it's on Disney. I know that the the Star Wars, the the um, I the Double is, Dare. I'm not sure the Jedi Temple. The That's Secrets on Disney Jedi Plus Temple. now. Oh, it is. I think they moved it over to Disney okay. Plus. Also, we'll see that. That's another one too. Where uh, we're like, I could be I wrong. Think yeah. of the Forces of Destiny. I'm, I'm not sure about Galaxy of Adventures. Galaxy of Adventures, I think, is YouTube only. Yeah, uh, might be. Here we got back on track. Star Wars. Yeah. I don't even know the name of the Jedi Temple show. I think it's like yeah, mysteries Jedi of the Jedi Adventures Temple or something like that. Yeah, mysteries of the Jedi Temple. <laughs> uh, oh, hi everyone, welcome back. It's carbon scoring, kind of. Uh, it, today is karate scoring. We're just gonna say it up front: karate scoring. Welcome a sub sub podcast. A sub a sub pod of the sub pod of the podcast of. No, it's good. So- this one is actually a spinoff via. We're actually fans of the series Masters of Terracasi, oh. the the short lived uh-huh. Star Wars fighting game. Uh-huh. And so, with that martial arts leaning, we've now led into Cobra Kai. That's I just the, thought short that's short lived for line. some people. Some of us live the Terracasi <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> I thought we were just. I thought we were just going to break down the Mortal Kombat trailer for three weeks. <laughs> Like once one episode a week for three weeks, we'll just break down every sixty seconds or so. <laughs> is that we understand that Chun Li is not a character in Mortal Kombat, so I think we're we're to a certain degree we're better off than some outlets. But then again, that got them a ton of <laughs> a ton of foot traffic. So they're they're kind of they just like took it like whatever. It it brought, there's no such thing as bad press. So yeah, I anyway. guess. 
I guess. Okay. So, uh, we, we, did everybody have a nice January off? We took a little January off to give everybody a break. It was kind of like a good lull after Mandalorian kind of took a head spin at the end there. And, uh, um, uh, we had to, we had to take a little break to quell our, our emotions over the losses of spoilers, Grogu. <laughs> uh, the, te- the temporary departure, but then the permanent departure of other characters. It, the character may not be departed. Oh, true. Fair enough. That's, you know? that's very fair. I'm I'm not, I'm good with if uh, the elephant in the room that we're not talking about or we haven't mentioned is that um, I was about to say her her name is Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Gina Carano is de- has departed the Lucasfilm family. So I think that's she, as much as we need to talk about that. <laughs> if you yeah. if people are interested in knowing why, go look it up. I don't know. Yeah. We don't have anything interesting to say. At least I don't, unless you've come up with some master plan to talk about Gina Carano instead of karate. Or just vitriol towards her so we can move forward. <laughs> but that she was she was an MMA fighter, so that's a perfect segue into she karate was. scoring. Good point, good point. So uh, karate is a martial art. Karate is a martial <laughs> art, uh, and if you're in MMA, it's mixed martial arts, as far as I remember. <laughs> Oh, man. So during the January break, uh, a karate show named Cobra Kai decided to bring out its third season at a time that it was absolutely needed during the Star Wars lull. And all three of us found out that we loved this show and hadn't talked about it hardly at all. (laughs) And so we said, you know what? When we come back, there's enough Star Wars break that we could do some karate scoring. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the show Cobra Kai at least, I don't know couple times because i think there's more than i don't want to be here all day is what i'm saying <laughs> so we'll break this it is up where i disagree i i agree i think we could be here all day <laughs> oh we absolutely could be here all day but considering i've transitioned to the standing desk and in about an hour i'm going to be dying uh kit by the way do you use a standing i got some very good pointers on the off chat uh off podcast I... chat from kit uh on the standing desk pointers. I do. Uh, at work, I have a 100% um, standing desk uh, like a, a that's too big for me to take home. And so uh, during the, uh, the uh, COVID uh, work from home, I, I'm, my, my work has sent us home to work from home. Uh, and uh, so they bought me a... Uh, I was working on on uh, our office table, and they bought me a uh, uh, like desk, a, bar- bar- a, a standing desk. desk that sits yeah that sits yeah. on top of another desk right. to make it into a standing desk, and so I use that because what, yeah. um, I have but, the uh, they buy everybody at my work everybody everybody who gets a new desk at my work gets a standing a sit stand that's uh, smart desk um, and uh, I I. I had been because uh, I've worked my entire adult life sitting at desks doing <laughs> bureaucratic tasks. Uh, my it was just it was uh, very painful for my back after years and years and years of sitting for eight or nine hours a day at a desk. And so um, uh, I got a chance to use one, and it changed it changed my life. Uh, my lower back pain uh, uh, went uh, down to almost nothing. Uh, it took a, it it took me about two weeks. Like I said, it took me about two weeks for my legs to, for my legs, because your 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 
your back muscles need to adjust as well. And so like your, your back and your, your leg muscles need to get used to it. But, um, I stand like, I usually stand for like 55 minutes and then sit down for like five minutes and then stand for 55 minutes okay. and sit down for five minutes. Unless I, unless my legs are just tired and I just want to sit down. But, um, uh, that's, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it did wonders for my lower back pain. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend, uh, if you have a desk job to try and, um, talk your employer into getting you either a new desk or a desk adapter so that you can you can uh, do that because it, it it if you have any kind of low back pain because it it did wonders for me cool i uh i have already felt the strength in my knees increase you know i haven't been exercising nearly as much in the last couple of years and so uh i can feel like oh those are those tendons needed a little exercise, you know, That's and good. a fatigue mat that, that, that like, I don't know, half inch of like foam. sturdy foam does wonders to, okay. to help you not get help your feet. Yeah. Nice. So. Well, thanks for the pointers. It's the beginning of week two. My legs don't hurt as much, but my back is very stiff. So I think that's the strengthening happening there. Yeah. Probably more than it doesn't hurt, but like, I definitely need to stretch at the end of the day more than I needed to, to kind of like get the pressure relieved, but it doesn't hurt. Like I've had, definitely had a hurt back before, you know? Right. It's just sort of like that tired. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who are old and decrepit, Johnny. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was going to go a different way. Oh, okay. I don't know. He seems pretty spry for a old guy. He does. Doesn't he? He, uh, he does some pretty decent karate considering i wonder how much uh he and ralph macho have been actually doing karate since they did karate kid i don't know if you guys have looked into that at all but uh, I, I have uh oh. I, I did not i did not i did i inadvertently did research so um i have been <laughs> it's allowed in a it's okay karate... okay I've been in a Karate Kid mood uh, basically since I found out about the show. I found I didn't know that the show existed until like a month before season two came out. And then okay. somebody somebody was talking about it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I so, didn't know uh, either. Yeah, I knew. I found out when Netflix bought it, which was, I think, just yeah. post season two most, when they were yeah, about to yeah. cancel it. And yeah. uh, I guess Billy Zabka did a great job selling the show to Netflix or something and saying what their plans were for the future. And, uh, and I didn't know anything about it. So I don't, I don't know. Was that so similar to my experience? You kind of didn't know anything about it either. Ken, did you, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah. Did you hear about it before, before it hit like the end of season two ish? Yeah. Cause I, I had caught it just during season one um, on the prime on the, on the, pre on the premium YouTube premium. Yeah. On the premium stuff. And it's funny too, because at the time and it's, it's, I, I'm now like kicking myself for not telling Kit earlier because one of my earlier memories of Kit is we were hanging out at his place and we watched, um, I want to say we watched um, Karate Kid and then he immediately put in Karate Kid 2 and he's like, well, we need to finish Karate Kid 1 because this is the scene that should have been at the end of Karate Kid 1. I know. And it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it should it's be the after credit song. It should be the after credit scene of the first Karate Kid movie. But, I mean, it still works in, in Karate Kid 2, but yeah. Yeah, Karate Kid yeah. is, like, still in the era. I just rewatched it. And it's still in the era of uh, credits before, you know, everything. So, 
it's not so much the uh, gonna have the after credits scenes. <laughs> yeah, it didn't grow but, up but in the, the Marvel universe. And and but, I will say, so I've been watching a bunch of uh, special features on the Karate Kid stuff, and uh, that was they they filmed that when they shot the first movie, um, and they ended up having to bring back. Um, they they basically re-edited it to to be the way that it is, and because because he thought that, and I and I agree. I mean, it's 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 you don't you don't want to you want that to be the end of the movie. Him him you know him winning and and that, that's a good end of the movie. But they had up. to bring they had to bring Pat Morita back to to do a reshoot because he wasn't anywhere in the shot at the like they were re-editing the movie, recutting right. it. And they were like, they're they have the part where Daniel's like, "Yay, I did it!" And then they're like, "Wait, Pat Morita's not anywhere in like the last minute of this movie, so we should probably we, we should need to bring him. him back in so that we can get like one shot of him just standing by himself so that it doesn't because because he didn't like run up." To, right. Yeah, he like, stands there and does the like yeah. the nod thing, right? Yeah, I'm pretty so they, sure he they does. had to bring him back, but they did. Uh, uh, they did shoot the as a, as a possible ending. They did shoot the part that is at the beginning. Which, which I suspected that they had shot that that scene, and then they were like, "Man, this scene's too good." I mean, I know we cut it; it, it we couldn't put it anywhere else in the first movie because we had we had the best ending. But but man, this is a this is too good of a scene to waste. So yeah, there it is at the beginning of Karate Kid Two. Yep, Karate Kid Two is so, good too. I you know yeah. in the land of sequels are never better. I know we're supposed to be talking about Cobra Kai, but let's just take a pause here. This is the this is the these, this is the prequels to Cobra Kai. So oh, that's true. Yeah, this is the Cobra. We got to talk about the Cobra Kai prequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the Cobra Kai prequel comic book that is actually set during uh, Johnny's when he first joins Cobra Kai. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, There's a comic for that. It's it's I, it's good because it builds up the relationship that they touch on somewhat in the series. But go on. Let me say, uh, I think they do a good enough job in this show telling you what you need to know about Johnny and his relationships with both um, his sensei and his family and the relationship and how, yeah, you get like the relationships between him and uh, Daniel and like how people were high end or low, you know, like um, the dichotomy of, of wealth in Reseda and all that sort of stuff is, is played out in those first movies, but those movies are really focused a lot on Daniel a lot. And so this show does a pretty good job over the last three seasons. I think of not needing a comic book prequel, not, not that people shouldn't read it. I, I haven't read it, so it might be good. It might not. I, I don't, you know, Ken can speak to that, but I think that if you're wondering whether you need to see a comic book prequel, you don't like they, no. they do a good yeah. enough job telling you what you need to know about Billy Zabka's character. And, uh, and so it's not like the Lucasfilm thing where if you want to find out that <laughs> the planet that Kylo goes to at the beginning of rise of Skywalker is Mustafar, you have to get a comic and, a, <laughs> a, a tie-in book. Yeah. And yeah. that, Oh, apparently he, Darth Vader moved people to Mustafar to like be his servants. And it's like, yeah. They don't leave stuff out of Cobra Kai so that you have to buy the comic. <laughs> hey, he's creating jobs on Mustafar. I don't know what you're talking about, okay? <laughs> he's pro-employment. That's that's what he expected from his new empire. I a thousand percent approve of that. <laughs> Every single reference we're going to make in Cobra Kai has some sort of don't do that parallel in Star Wars. And so this is still carbon scoring somehow. 
Yeah. We're, we're just staying on brand. It's all it's on it brand. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I, I have to also say in, uh, in finding out about this show, I was lucky. We've talked about like the extent of the spoilers that I'm interested in knowing. And so things like, like the last of us movie coming, I know who they've kind of, or it's a show maybe for HBO. I know some of the people they've started to cast in certain roles. And I don't generally find those to be spoilers, but I didn't know when that show came over. Cause I hadn't talked to either of you about it at this point in time when it came on and, and nobody in this house was interested in watching it, but I really <laughs> I didn't remember how much I loved the karate kid until I was like, wait, they're doing a what? Okay. I'm not really that interested in the Cobra Kai side of this. And if it's just a vehicle to bring back Billy Zabka's career, maybe it's not exactly what I want to watch, but I'll definitely give it a shot. And I ended up watching the first season in like a day and a day and a half. It's very short. I think it's what, 10 episodes or something. And they're only and like half a half hour. hour long. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. half. Everything's half hour until I think season three has a couple that are longer. I think there's like a 40 minute one in there. And, uh, the hinting, because I didn't know anything about it and I didn't look anything up about it. I was just like, all right, I'll, I'll watch. The hinting that Daniel LaRusso was around didn't it didn't turn into like, oh my god, they got Ralph Macchio back to do this until the very end of that season. I think it's like almost almost the end, not not exactly the end, but like I don't remember when Daniel shows up, but it's not at the beginning. There's absolutely no hint of, of Cobra Kai. Of Cobra Kai, yeah, he's not in it until yeah, he's, yeah, he's episode sure he's one. In the first episode. Oh, he's yeah, at the end. Yeah. Of, okay, uh, I'm trying he's, to remember. He's in like the first because it's like he's about halfway through because you see his. Oh, that's right. Because the car can... Ali, he uh, John cra- or Johnny crashes into Ali's car, right? No, uh, Ali. Ali crashes sorry. into Johnny's car. The daughter of Larusso crashes. Of, yeah. yeah, Amanda's yeah. Amanda's Amanda. friend crashes into Johnny's car while he's like drunk. okay. So yes, I couldn't. Yeah. It's, it's been a little while since I watched and season part, one. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't rewatch it. I watched it last night to try and get cop to refresh my brain. So that's you watched why all of so it. Crisp. I am actually on episode six. Okay. I got six episodes in, but I just wanted to refresh it because it's like there is like where are those posts? Like where where did this come in? Where did this come in? Yeah, so yeah that's. I watched so, it a month ago when when the when season three came ago, back when, out. Right. I, I watched season three and then I went back and rewatched everything. I'm crunched for time it. trying to watch and Star then, Trek too. So. I didn't. My daughter's really into the end of Karate Kid two now, so uh, she oh. she loves the fan dance and the 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 drum. The when they go to the castle at the very end of the movie and they do the drums, yeah, the 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 drum dance and the and the. We actually watched that part like six times last night. The part that's in the show. So I made her, yeah, I made her <laughs> a little paper fan so she can she because she's she's been for like two months she's been practicing doing the fan dance. So like, and oh. she knows it, so she'll do. She'll do, you know, like the toddler three-year-old version of exactly what <laughs> you gotta, uh, she, the, the real fan is. So, like, she she puts the fan on the ground and then picks it up and does it really slowly. And she, like, holds her sleeve. Oh, wow. And, and she puts on – she puts on – it's really adorable. She puts on her – she has a bathrobe. She puts on her bathrobe because <laughs> so she doesn't have She's a kimono. kimono you know? yeah. So, yeah. And she'll, <laughs> so she'll, like, hold her sleeve and, and she, like, tosses the fan up in the air when it, – it's, it's really adorable. Okay, so uh, my just, memory. She loves dancing, and so she loves. Oh that yeah, part. kids love. If you can give a kid an opportunity to mimic a dance, they'll do it like instantly. My yeah. one of mine used to run around the house pretending she was Moana, and like running into the ocean to do the <laughs> songs and stuff. You know, uh, but she she and like she's obviously seen the movies when I was watching them. Sure, but uh, we were cleaning up 
yesterday and she found her fan under my chair and then <laughs> so she like pulled her fan out and like brushed the dust off of it the dust bunnies off of it and then she's like dad can we watch the end of, of karate kid and i'm like yes and yeah, so i put it on and then she, she just wants to like keep rewatching that's uh, that part over and over again yeah you got to make her a little okinawa drum teach her how to well she's got it. she's got a little like two little two little uh drums that she uses she doesn't have anything like you know like i, I don't i don't are those taiko drums? I don't know. Whatever they're whatever they're hitting, it's nothing like that. It's like a little taiko drums like are the the taikos are the big but, ones. I was talking about the yeah. the the little Okinawa oh, the little, spin the drum. Yeah. yeah. Has those she cool. seen your your wife's kimono from Japan? Oh yeah, Has, yeah. She actually okay. uh, she saw that uh, just this last like two months ago when I was watching this stuff, and then uh, when that was when she really got into doing the fan dance. And then uh, when her when she found out that her mom has a Komodo from Japan, she just lost her mind. So she was like, <laughs> oh, man. She's like, I got I got when when when's gonna be my time. Hopefully she <laughs> ends up tall enough to borrow it. I, it's looking like she will. She's nice. Tall kid, so. I think her parents have have genetically <laughs> engineered her that way. It's just a team of basketball players. It's, <laughs> discuss this. He's got three more kids to have a, to be able to field the full team. Oh, no, um, we're. <laughs> No more. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sleep uh, after the second one. It really yeah. is. It gets to you after a little. I understand why people have a third, especially as the second one gets older and you actually start to sleep again. You're like, that wasn't that bad, but it's, you, it's pretty bad. <laughs> you push the thoughts out of your mind for so long. You're like, no, no, yeah. it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, but anyway, anyway so I, I, I my point. Say- my point okay. being about Daniel was I didn't know he was in the show and uh, it took me completely, but whenever it happened, I, it seemed like it was longer to me, but that's probably cause I didn't rewatch it, but it, it, um, it, it I just shocked me that I was like, Oh, this isn't going to be a separate story. We're going to work through some crazy stuff here. Um, and I'm obviously we can go through what they did and, and how they did it and why they did it. But, it was a nice realization to be surprised. And that's maybe one of those things that could have been considered a spoiler. I don't know. It would have changed my perspective. I'm just trying to think about it. I was like, it would have changed my perspective of what I wanted going into it versus having low expectations and consistently now being very impressed about yeah. what their intentions have been for these characters that, well, I'm not going to say the karate kids unpopular, but like, it's not, it's not lexicon it's as not much. Star Wars. Yeah, it's not, it's not uh, pop culture lexicon. There were oh, Miyagi. I make to differ. <laughs> so I mean, it's... walk into us, <laughs> walk into a hundred strangers and say, "Wax on, wax off." Uh... See if they get it. Okay. <laughs> I, while I agree that it is, it's that will get a reference. If you reference something from the second movie, that number will significantly drop off. I feel. Well, yeah. But sure. so I'm just saying that, yeah. that it's I think that I think that the 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 Karate Kid franchise Saturation in general, level. but especially the, the first movie um, are very, uh, very still to this day, very recognizable and Absolutely. relevant. In, yeah. yeah. In pop culture, even There's, even before even before Cobra Kai came out and sort of reinvigorated everything. If you would have gone back, I don't remember when we'll say five years, if you would have gone back to 2015 and said wax on wax off most people would probably know what you're talking about. I think you could get that reference by or to most people. Yeah. But it's not like people are 
in this conversation, we're using Star Wars to to reference things people know about to say, remember this thing that just happened or that happened long time. Right. It, like Star Wars has become a it's- dialectic use for explaining stuff like that, and Star Trek to right. an extent as well. Um, there I'm are not other. Saying it's it's at the same level as Star Wars. I'm just saying I think that that the Karate Kid. Uh, is still very relevant. I think it's telling that the Karate Kid, being as popular as it was, very at least in my childhood, it was pretty popular. I watched it a lot, um, and everybody else I knew would know the references from the first movie at least. It's telling to me that in the '80s reinvigoration we've had here, everything else happened first. You had, you know, you had Ghostbusters, and you know. You had 90s movies coming back in the Jurassic Park franchises. Everything else that people could think of to reinvigorate and reuse and recycle and connect as a sequel. And I mean, I'm sure people are, you know, thinking of ones that I'm not right now, like Short Circuit. But even that's getting one. Yeah. I mean, Short Circuit's in the work now, too. But Karate Kid would have been higher on my list of what I would have expected people to do. And it didn't end up there until 2018, I think, when this show came out. I think that it's also worth noting that there were some there were some fans that were in the in the ether that were uh, nodding to it. Like we do. If anyone here is a fan of How I Met Your Mother, there is this particular episode where the one of the main characters, Barney Stinson, goes on this whole this whole um, I don't want to say rant, but this, this rant about how the Karate Kid, the t- the titular Karate Kid in that movie is Billy Zabka, and says how like oh he knew karate X Y Z, yeah. and he's the true hero. Yeah, and that that was 2013, so it's like that is where it's like I do think there is a saturation point, but that show is very kind of like oh we mentioned Star Wars, like yeah everyone does, but they actually go a little more deeper and get to the that the idea that, that this is still in people's minds, and so that is a pretty good reference point. They're like oh. The, this I think I think that helped because they brought on Billy Zabka and uh, I was gonna say Daniel Larusso because I can't remember his name Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Yeah, they brought in Ralph Macchio in that episode too. So it's like there was it was still in the it was still in the lexicon and so but it was just like kind of bubbling under the surface. So it was definitely interesting to see later on that we got Cobra Kai this far after. And I'm curious, obviously the people who have the people who are making Cobra Kai ha- had such a diehard connection they make a lot of good they go back to those movies and mind stuff constantly and so uh, surprising not... in season three especially because i figured season one and season two it's very easy to bring people in on remembering what crane pose is and all these types of things from the movie right the first movie is remembered well enough with enough visual triggers i think a lot of, like wax on wax off yeah it's a great pat Morita line but you see the connection f- physically right and so a lot of i think weirdly because uh, karate kid's not a beautifully shot film there are some spots in it but the second one's actually nicer um there's enough mental imagery that people can can attribute to the that film because of the karate and everything else that I think it's easy for people to remember when uh god what's uh the cobra kai kid that wins the first tournament uh, uh miguel? miguel miguel when miguel does crane pose and you're like whoa 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 
you know uh i i really like that at the very like in the first the first uh go of the first match of the tournament he does that and like and like uh and and you get the look of um of uh where uh johnny looks right at daniel and like yep i know your stuff when he when he when miguel crane kicks the kid yeah <laughs> the other kid yeah that was there's that was a good shot there's good a shot. lot of a, a yeah. me- there's a lot mentally to mine from that first movie that that once you see where you know like the history of daniel and him trying to teach karate to his kids and trying to keep miyagi karate alive but can't really without losing commitment to something like balance it's it yeah it's about balance yeah the yeah, it's, yeah. It's, i mean it's, it's that's the great like because it's I, like i was rewatching like i said i was rewatching episode six I just got he just got done visiting uh, Mr. Miyagi's gravesite, which is actually one point of contention that I have with this the show because I'm kind of like, wouldn't he be buried with his wife in and Okinawa? Like you, right, and so well, no, because she died in in the concentration camp, uh, in the internment camp in America with his unborn child. So it's like, wouldn't he be? Wouldn't he be laid to rest together? But then, like that's the, that's the headstone only mentions him. It's a fairly big one, so I'm like, would they have done two side by side? That that's one of those few things that I'm like, I'm too much of a pedantic nerd to be like, what about his wife? Because it says loving husband on his on his tombstone. So I'm like, why didn't they acknowledge that? But what do you? I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know. I going back. I don't think we find out where she's laid to rest. Either. You know, I don't. I don't know that every reference is a necessary reference, and sometimes you might confuse people. Yeah. Right. Especially no, when you get to season yeah. three and we're talking about his love letters to, you know, another woman. And then you have to like, yeah. well, wait, he was married. And I think there's very good wealth. And what I was trying to say about Daniel, when you find out more about his past, is that they use Karate Kid, Karate Kid 2, to really remind people of the lessons in those and uh, obviously they're reminding the character by doing it, but they, they tease out those little pieces of the movies, not as like a, a, not as like, I don't know. It's not cheesy. It's not the, the, the references are good and used well and they're appropriate at the time. And I think that they avoid stuff that is just comp too complicated to get into when they don't, they don't really yeah. need to right? like, How's, you know, how's this uh, empty dojo just still sitting here unused for however many years? And it looks, you know, like all that type of stuff is just not worth explaining or worrying about kind of, I think, in all this. But um, I mean, they they but they do actually in like little throwaway comments of like, oh, you went back to, you know, even, you know, there's little comments of like, oh, you went back and you cleaned it up again. And like there is there they do throw a few lines towards like, Oh, we do a little bit of upkeep on it from time to time. And cause they still store cars there and X, Y, Z. And I, I think that's a, it, to that point, they do kind of do the little bit of housekeeping that's needed in the storytelling, so to speak. Yeah. But like it's, it's not, not just, yeah, not just maintaining like the idea of like, Oh, well, how did they do that? Well, they meant they make it, they do make a good nod there. And like I said about two, my little thing was completely pedantic. Oh the, yeah. With the whole, the whole grave site. So I was just trying to say it doesn't, um, References don't run the show, is what I'm trying to yeah. say, right? Not like run, yeah. very naturally. They, they yeah, they, yes, the, yeah. These are really good films to reference 
but they're not good films to remake. We're not doing episode seven here, right? Where we remake episode four. And, but the parallels after three seasons between what people chose to do when they were kids and how they taught their kids where, you know, you, so it's good reference to be like, oh man, that did happen between Daniel and Johnny and Karate Kid, or that did happen when he went to, you know, like all these lessons inform the show, but they don't run the show, I guess is all I was trying to say. And setting yeah. it up so that they're, so that, like, uh, I'm not exactly sure how to phrase, but, but uh, like the the part where Daniel teaches um, uh, Johnny's son, uh, that he he makes him do the different chores like like Miyagi had him do. Oh yeah, when Robbie's then, doing but, wax on wax off, but he's yeah, already taught it to his daughter. Earlier, in, yeah, and then earlier in the show, uh, when Miguel's like wiping down mats or cleaning <laughs> windows or whatever for Johnny, Johnny's just having him do it because he wants him to be like a slave and right. do, labor. do the sure. work around the stuff. And he's like, hey, Sensei, is there any way that you want me to do any particular way you want no. me to do this? And he's like, no, I don't care. Clean the mats. Yeah. Who cares? That's yeah. that's a that's an early trailer moment. Like I remember watching yeah. the trailer for that. And I'm like, that's that's a good like kind of like oh we're acknowledging it, but like it's still just part of the story. Yeah, it's it's hilarious if you get the dichotomy that's happening. Right, is like ah, Miyagi Do's is about teaching the smallest motions and movements are the most important because you know you can create life lessons of if you do it right the right way. Versus the Cobra Kai, even through Johnny, even after he's learned all his lessons and he's, you know, mid season three, whatever, just do it, you know. <laughs> like, I think uh, there's some good. There's also some good bones that were left over. Sorry, as far as story wise, from the first Karate Kid, in that there is some room for Johnny's not just like he's not a hundred percent eighties villain. Like at the very last thing you see him do in the first movie is he grabs the trophy and gives it to Daniel. He's like, you deserve it. Like you won, like you got this. And like, that's that, that gives you a, like, if that's the last thing you see, you do get a chance to go back and see like, okay, he wasn't all bad. He definitely has like, he's got problems every, like that's without question, but there's not a, he's not just a mustache twirling villain. And well, I think that's well, even good. And you understand earlier in the tournament when Chris is yeah. telling him he yeah. when he tells I forget who it was, but he tells the other kid to injure him, and he's like, "I can, I don't need to cheat. I can, I can just beat him. I can beat this." And yeah, and no. Chris is like, "No, just go ahead and injure him." And then yeah. and then when he tells Johnny to sweep the leg, Johnny's like looks at him in disbelief, like, "What? No. I, I, I like he's he's clearly uh, the the kids. He, he's he's to a certain extent brainwashed these kids, but there's still a point at which the kids are like, "Wait, I don't." I don't think that like, I don't, I don't need to cheat to win. Right. Yeah. And, and so um, I think that that's, that's well, an that's, important part of the first movie. Yeah, It's an important Absolutely. part of, of Johnny, right? Because Johnny doesn't cheat to win. And so he and crease have their falling out and you finally understand that crease is the, the bully of this situation and has really damaged these kids beyond what you thought. And why they act this way is probably potentially due to the way Kreese taught them. And when Miguel wins by not cheating, but by exploiting somebody's injury, right? Johnny still, after all this time, after being so down and out, after getting everything he's wanted, he's got his dojo, he's won the tournament, he's beat. He didn't want to beat his son, but he beat Daniel 
by doing this, he beat right? Miyagi-Do, yeah. He beat Miyagi-Do. He's gotten all these things, but Miguel wins by beating somebody who's injured and playing against the injury and and his anger towards Miguel at like, well, no, you you didn't do it the right way. Yeah. Tells you okay. he's not an 80s villain, right? <laughs> like he's Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a shocking way to me to have redeemed a character that you still are like, God, this guy's a loser, but at least he's not a villain, you know? Yeah. And it, right. lining up a show with the, the thesis that the good guys aren't going to get it right in the end. And you see Daniel can't teach his t- kids karate to save his life because he is overbearing and he teaches the wrong way. Right, he's got a he's successful, but he's not happy uh, in the long run. He's happy-ish, right? He's got everything he wants. Uh, he says he's happy, but by season three, you kind of get you kind of get it. But in season one, he seems happy until you start to find out. You know, he his kids don't want to learn karate. He he's pushed them away accidentally. I say kids. You keep saying kids plural, but I guess we're only talking about season one here. But. Like the sun disappears by season <laughs> like two and three. Like they're kind yeah. of oh. he's back. He's back mid season three. As yeah, like yeah. yeah, but he is he is sort of sidelined. It's definitely uh, about it's about Sam. the daughter. It's about Sam. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably because Sam. It seems like they picked. I don't know. I didn't do any research on this. Maybe you guys did, but it seems like they picked a lot of people that are karate experienced people that weren't necessarily actors at the beginning of this oh that does remind me so i was gonna say um i've been watching a lot of karate kid special features uh this year and um none of the principal people had any uh background in karate um uh ralph macchio william zabka and uh pat marita none of them knew any karate whatsoever and i uh a big part of that is uh that movie karate kid coming out in 1984 uh, the, af- right after that caused it caused a an explosion of interest in karate before that there was very little interest in karate and there was much more interest in kung fu because of the of oh, the kung fu, kung fu movies yeah, as opposed and to karate show. almost no one cared about karate before karate kid came out and um the the man who is the referee in the fight the main referee with like the mustache his name's pat johnson and he was like a, a karate champion and they brought him in and he did all the choreography and taught all of the guys um all of their moves and did all of the fight choreography it's cool they put him in the movie and and um the the one thing that i thought was funny was is that um and and uh pat marita had a uh, stunt but most of the stuff like he doesn't really do a whole lot in that movie but the the fight where uh the halloween night fight at the fence that's like almost entirely like a, his stunt double um, uh. doing most of those moves um but the uh all of the all of the kids had to learn they 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 had pat johnson had them do a big boot camp uh to to learn like to get enough karate to where they didn't look terrible on screen doing it and uh they talked about like zabka didn't really have any have any training ahead of time either he was just a much better athlete than than ralph macchio was <laughs> so that's that's part of the reason why ralph macchio just sort of looks um less class natural at it yeah than 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 uh Zabka does i think it plays beautifully into the the choreography 
of that movie that Machio, yeah, he gets what Pat Morita's, you know, Miyagi is teaching him, but he never looks like a natural at it, which is funny because it, it becomes the story, right? And especially in the second movie and in this show, it becomes, he's not a natural at it. He's not a natural at thinking the way Miyagi thinks. He's not a natural fighter. Johnny's the natural fighter. Um, and it plays into his character a lot of like, he may have been the most successful, but be, he also had to try the hardest. It seemed like it was something yeah. they were trying to say about him. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah. It's, 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 it's funny too. Like, cause when Pat Morita signed on for the movie and stuff, he was, he's just a comedian actually. Like that's his, that's his, tr- his, his profession by trade is he was, he's an actor because he was in happy days and, and other projects, but he's just more of an actor. It wasn't his, he wasn't like, Oh no, I know like I'm, I'm well versed in this. You should cast me. It was actually a bit of a push to get him on. And, but yeah, he, he, it's of course, but he, it's just that he has that, that quality to, to, to to feel like he's coming from a, a place of wisdom and just his he has the acting chops to pull to play that part and that was just amazing so he had a genuine nature right yeah you believed yeah. that he sat there with those trees as much as he did you know it's weird i don't know it was strange to me and i'm glad they abandoned it early on i think it's season one when johnny is kind of i think he's like a land like he's like a handyman or whatever and uh, I, it seemed like they were going to put him into the the Miyagi. Oh, he's the land, uh, the property manager of a place. And, and I was like kind of weirded out about trying to compare those two characters together. I think yeah. it, it evens out later when you clearly see like he has to foil. I don't know if Crease was ever the plan until we hit season two. Uh, I'm very curious to see. I haven't watched any interviews or anything about the show um but crease i think he shows up in season two episode one or does he sh- yeah. show up before he that? shows up he shows he, a, does he show up at the in the at the very end might be of in the, the very last season one yeah, i think he's in the he very does. last yeah. scene of season one so i guess it probably was planned at when the before they started the show um yeah it's cool i we're talking like a lot of overarching themes that have been running the entire time. And I think that's really why the show is so good. It's concerned maybe more so with themes than the day to day. Uh, Cause yes. if it got too and concerned with the day to day, it could be a little bit of high school drama that you'd get bored of really quickly, you know? Um, yeah. And some of it is a little bit too high school drama, but it it's good in, I think so much as it, it reflects what the parents are now going through. And so one of the things I was going to ask you, Kit, if you connected quickly with it, I did because it seems like <laughs> we grew up watching these guys ahead of us growing up. And now we're going to watch them again, <laughs> growing up ahead of us, right? You're always growing, especially now that we've had kids, uh, Watching Daniel, who you watched, and being like, "Oh man, that guy, that kid's got it together, right?" He put his life together, and now you're watching it again. It's like, yeah, we're starting to hit that level of like, like success and family and all that. And then, oh man, okay, so other people don't have it together. They're gonna write a show about literally 
the things that a lot I think a lot of parents worry about is like, do other people have it more together than me? Daniel LaRusso must have it more together than me. Oh, clearly, clearly no. You know, the theme here is yeah. no. We're always always going to be learning um, and teaching at the same time is uh, yeah. it's a very good operational theme that I think they have, they nailed out of the gate was these two people forgot that they needed to be learning and teaching Johnny and, uh, and Daniel. Right. And so the beginning of, in the middle of season one, it's all about teaching. It's teaching, 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 because I'm going to, I'm going to fix Robbie. I'm going to fix these kids at at Cobra Kai. I'm going to fix my relationship with Sam. We're all going to teach, teach, teach. And then Kreese shows up and it's all about like, we, we haven't actually learned and so it's like a good arcing theme, I think, that they've put on to, to designing a show. But I don't know. Did you guys want to talk about like specific season one stuff? We could just like work through season one and then. Well, I was just going to piggyback onto that and say, oh, yeah, that, go for um, it. The, uh, going back to the to the Barney quote, I think that that that's that's one thing that's really uh, good and neat about the first movie is that Daniel's not uh, in that movie. It's very clear that Daniel's the, the, the protagonist and Johnny is the foil, but they're not. Daniel does a lot of stuff. Daniel. Um, Daniel's a jerk. Just right. Daniel, <laughs> yeah. Daniel does stuff to egg on. Absolutely. Johnny, Absolutely. And, and he had, they show that he has a temper, like, right. That he has trouble uh, and he he even talks about it, and and he, that Johnny does stuff at the end to kind of redeem himself, and that 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 in this show they do a very while the movie for that first movie it's very very it's much more um, cut and dry like yeah, here's black here's the here's the main character he's he, he's sort of the good guy and here's Johnny who's the bad guy but it's and it, it's, and it's it's it's, a, it's the same way above that too just to jump in but it's it's the same way above that so you've got Johnny. And you've got Daniel, and they're learning exactly black and white. These this way is good, and this way is bad. But uh, you step up, and be- it's important to step up because you have Crease return in this show. So you step right. up to Crease and Miyagi. Miyagi is wisdom, and wisdom above all, and Crease is power, and power above all. And there's no, there's no. That movie's great, but there's not a lot of depth to uh, the understand. And it's a movie. I mean, it's a certain amount of time. You can't. You can't do all of it, right? Um, right? But you're left with, especially even after the second movie too, um, you're left with Miyagi is, knows no wrong, right? And Daniel still, even, I don't even know at the end of season three if he understands, he might have during those letters or whatever that we saw, but I don't know if his character understands and it might be part of what they're getting at in the show that even Miyagi didn't have it all together all the time, but like, you get that feeling. And so it's what you're talking about. I didn't mean to interrupt you and you should keep going, but that's what you're talking about. I was just going to say, they kind of continue that into, uh, into this where, um, even though they've had a seeming from what we know of that one movie in 1984, they've had a seeming reversal (laughs) of fortune. And now Johnny, they definitely do lean on that where Johnny's sort of like the superintendent, uh, of the building and the, the fix it guy. And, and, uh, with him taking on, Miguel as a his, as a student, yeah, yeah and uh, very much like, uh, like Miyagi was the was that in that role for Daniel's building, 
Um, and Daniel's now the rich guy. He's got the country club membership. Yep. He's, he's a very successful businessman. And, but they both have their good points and they both have their, their flaws. And, and, uh, I, I feel like this show does an even better, uh, job of, of pointing that out and being like, look, none of these guys are perfect. None of these guys are, um, because even in the movie, Mr. Miyagi has the scene where, um, the scene where he gets drunk on the uh on yeah, the anniversary absolutely and, does and, yep. which hilariously so the, in the in the special features they talk about they wanted the i think the producers wanted to cut that scene and the director um who i will mention the director of the karate kid at least the first two karate kid movies i'm not sure if he did how many of them he kept doing but at least the first two is the same director who did rocky which uh if you think about it makes total sense like the, the first movie and the first Rocky movie have a lot of similarities about them. Um, and uh, the, the, he brought in the same guy, Bill Conti did the music for both of those for Rocky and for, and for karate kid. Um, he, that like the producers or somebody who was making the movie said, no, we want to, we want to cut the scene with Mr. Miyagi. And he was like, are you crazy? This shows, this is like Mr. Miyagi being fleshed out. Like this is, this is, yeah, I need it. And they talk about the, in the commentary, they talk about, uh, Pat Morita got nominated for an Academy award for that role. And it was because of that scene. And he said, and he, he's, he was like, I'm, they were, they were so glad that they were, that they fought for that scene and left it in because, that was like his one where because otherwise he's he is just sort of like i'm i'm this all-knowing always right super wise person yeah and that sort of frames him as on the one hand it's like wow this guy's won the medal of honor and but also like he's not infallible right and i think you get a lot of of modern television that tackles this to a fault almost too much where it's like Every single person that's won the Medal of Honor has PTSD. You know, it's like the assumption in the in these shows. I'm not saying that that's true in real life. Don't don't assume that's what I'm saying. But like if you if you make a dramatization of anything and you create a character that has this glowing part to them, they must also have an equally dark reaction to something good, right? So that's the way that we do prestige television now. And I don't think Pat Morita's scene gives you the same level of like, oh man, he must just be hurting all the time. It's it's just like, no, the man is not exactly what you expect, but they don't do that same thing here in this show where you'd expect, okay, well, Johnny has to have all these bad things. And so he also has to have all these, no, it's just, he's just a person. Just don't. Don't create fake uh, trauma or fake virtue where there isn't any. So Daniel LaRusso doesn't have a medal of honor. He's not, he's not a virtuous, he's a good guy, but he's not like some, you know, crime fighter or what. He's just a dude and he grows up to be just a dude that uses his fame in a karate tournament to sell cars. I don't know if I'd call him just a guy. I mean, he did win the All-Valley Karate Tournament two years in a row. You're right. Dang it. I mean, the only repeat champion. 
Was it two years in a row? Did was the was Karate Kid three set that yes, quickly Karate after? Kid, Karate Kid three is the next year's karate yeah, tournament. They go in the summer when he's off school to Okinawa. Okay. If I knew what you were talking about uh, with this, uh, <laughs> with the Karate Kid three, Air I Force. <laughs> I'm sure that they're going to go there for the next season of Karate of Cobra Kai. Um, I think you'll get a reference. I think we've confirmed that. I think we've confirmed that. Yeah, yeah. Although Actually, and, I will and, say, um, it when when. I love the no. first Karate Kid movie. Uh, when I when I watched Karate Kid two when it first came out, I didn't like it as much, but I still really liked it. And then there was a time when I was like, you know, Karate Kid two really isn't as good as Karate Kid one. But now I have come, kind of come full circle, and I'm I have recently since this show, I have a new appreciation where no, I don't think Karate Kid two is as is as good as the first movie. No, but I do have a more of an appreciation because I used to just watch like, like there were there was a like two decades where I would only watch the first 10 minutes of that movie and then turn it off. Now I can, now I can watch the, that movie and be like, you know what? This is actually a pr- still a pretty good movie. Um, as opposed to three, which I think is just terrible. Um, like I know that that's my opinion, but like, I think that most people would agree that the plot of that movie is just not, I very think good. without three, you don't have some of the good, uh, Robbie and Sam balance stuff. It, it's not like there's nothing in it, but just sort of the general plot of three is sort of ridiculous. And yeah. But I think that bad. they did a good job saying Karate Kid 3 is pretty ridiculous, but there's some stuff that was teaching students in tandem like they do, right, uh, is important, I think, because not everybody's a single, uh, like a only child. Not everybody runs a dojo with one student, right? right. And... uh and so the idea of of that balance thing with the the waterboard and all that is great creation for for these people that don't have balance. Daniel, this is season one stuff. I think when the when the dealership starts to get into trouble because Daniel gets into karate again. Daniel and yeah, Johnny I mean, yeah. are are unable. I, I look... Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, Daniel and Johnny are unable to balance. Right, they have no, no balance between the two of them, and it takes to season three to finally understand. Like, not only do they not have balance in their personal lives, but like, they also don't have balance in their karate. They don't have balance anywhere. So, uh, go ahead. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. The Karate Kid three yeah. is about balance. No, no, that's definitely. I get. I can see that. I was uh, sorry. Lots of thoughts in my head, and like Kit kid hit the one of the ones that i had right on the nail that had i'm like well he's he's got this one going so um <laughs> with the three I, it's funny because i'm as you're speaking about it by the way all three karate of the original karate kids were all directed by the same director um he's doing and, research over there yeah i've got a side pick. Oh, yeah, i knew yeah, he did the first two i didn't know about them uh, i've only seen the the third karate kid movie twice in my life once a, around when it came out like i want to say like the early to mid 90s and then and then, like, a couple of years ago, uh, and I was like, I was watching the other two, and I'm like, well, I'll go back. Maybe it's not as bad. As I, and I was like, oh, man, this is not, this is just not my thing. I think so. the appreciation for Karate Kid, the, the trilogy, could be compared a little bit to Back to the Future, where you're like, you have this one that is, like, deep, deeply embedded into our consciousness. And then as as the, they go on, they definitely drop off a bit, bit by bit. Like most people, I think, couldn't remember what the plot of the third one is, which, I mean, for, for either side. 
How do you not remember the plot of the third Back to the Future movie? There's a giant time-traveling train in it. Yeah, aside from... But that's not the plot. The plot is that he... Well, how do you get to a time-traveling train? I mean... Yeah, exactly. So there's that. But I mean, if you... How many... If you look at the numbers of times you've watched Back to the Future 1, uh, 2, and 3, they would be... Oh, it's a a diminishing return for sure. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's what what I was saying more. In that you'd be like, oh, right, there was a third one. I watched it one time, but I trust me. I I still I have the trilogy on you know the the Blu-ray combo pack because it has all three. And number two, I still watch more than I'll watch number three. Of course, not yeah. the saying this three is bad. I'm just saying that there's definitely like the amount there's of no hoverboards number one. in the third one. Well, there is one, but there's one. <laughs> but yeah, no, still fair. The same point though is you're it's diminishing returns. Even if the quality is still better, it's still like they go down. Um. I forgot where the, this train of thought was going, but essentially, like it's it's funny because it's like I have gone back and watched two a few times, but I don't think I've watched three that much. But I do appreciate too that even when um, I think it's even in the first season they discuss because I think Robbie's like, oh yeah, uh, at some point it comes up that that his dad's Cobra Kai. He's like, I was Cobra Kai at one point, and that you know I I studied in that dojo, and that's a, that's they still they keep. They keep track of all their their lore, and that's why I'm curious. At some point, do we get to the next Karate Kid, and do we get um uh now I'm blanking on her name, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. I, I was just gonna say uh yes. I'm, so I'm gonna. Uh, we should have done this before. Uh, obviously, spoiler warning. Uh, we are mostly talking about season one, but I'm just going to now talk about season uh, three. Yeah, season three. So, I see every uh, everything's fine. fair right. game. Um, yeah. So uh, skip ahead like two minutes if you don't want to have spoilers. If you're just starting Karate Kid, or I mean Cobra Kai. Okay. Interesting uh, that they didn't go I with Karate say, Kid. Yeah, I, I would say that Hillary Swank. Um, like two months ago, I probably would have said there's no way that they get Hillary. They got Swank. Ali However, Mills. After, right after they got Elizabeth Shue, who yeah. is the only one of that first movie who's still doing anything. Yep. Uh, and had really much of a career after that. Like Ralph Macchio had a pretty good career he had a good career he, he like and after one. too he, like he was a huge star but, no he was never but, a huge star but he he acted up until a couple of years before this started and then his he started to tail off a little bit in terms yeah. of his just but he's like and i think he's in his 50s but i mean elizabeth shu was by far the biggest star like Absolutely. she wasn't when the movie came out but like afterwards like she, she her career was definitely bigger than than everybody else's oh yeah but put ralph macchio and william zabka zabka together but, and they didn't act as much yeah. as she did but I would have never thought that she would have come back for this, um, but uh, I, clearly I, they got her back for season three. So this show had a lot to prove. I cannot believe how amazing. I mean, it's it's way too bad that it was stuck on YouTube for for two seasons because yeah, they really didn't know what to do or like how to promote the show. It's like Google, literally, I, I'm, I'm, it's a, Google. I'm a pretty big Karate Kid fan, and I hadn't heard anything like nothing about the first season the second season was almost out and i didn't hear about it from youtube i heard about it from just random people talking about me like man i there's this show cobra kai and it's so good and I, i'm like wait what i just noticed you, know, you guys like, are both wearing star wars like shirts you, this sounds like a pitch you gave me from are you just talking about some, some idea you have this isn't a real yeah. thing yeah this can't yeah. be real if there was a cobra kai tv show i would have heard about it i mean why would you make a <laughs> cobra kai tv show and then not tell anybody I, well, two it's, things that's the YouTube no, no I was gonna say was it YouTube Red YouTube initially? Red I think it, yeah yeah that's the initial the initial 
uh name for it and that's i just kind of like i the funny thing is too though is i saw i saw a panel at WonderCon, and i think i have a bandana from it and like i have a few different things like it was in the ether but like you had to like yeah you had to be at that WonderCon because apparently no one was talking about it afterwards but like or at least it's it's funny that like the the amount of the amount of press that they didn't put behind it and that the there's fans of it clearly who just didn't hear about it and that, that that's that's so surprising because like i heard about it but i was like well at first i'm like well it's not i'm not going to pay for youtube that seems ridiculous yeah. why would i pay for youtube <laughs> it makes no sense that youtube couldn't let me know about that Google's whole thing is cataloging every single thing that I like and everything that I've ever done in my entire life and selling that to people. I've watched YouTube videos every day for the last <laughs> 15 years, and there's ads in front of all of those videos that every for like a year before that show came out. Could have been Cobra Google Kai. should have been like, look, there's a, here's a five-second ad. By the way, Kit, we know that you like Karate Kid. We've seen that. Here's an ad letting you know that our show is coming out and you can pay for it and watch it just to let you know. Like it, th the fact that that they didn't do that, like I just feel is it, it's, it's unbelievable to me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me one bit. I mean, they but launched clearly, their Stadia thing a year ago, I think, and it's already dead. Google, I, Google, Google is a good place for ideas. Google is a bad place for developing ideas. <laughs> You know, it's, it's clear then that you watched your your DVDs and your VHS cassettes of Cobra Kai because I'm sorry of of Karate Kid. Otherwise, had you streamed them, they would have data mined the shit out of you and be like, <laughs> oh, okay, no, he need, he needs to know about that that, that Cobra Kai jam. Yeah. and you're like, I'm over here on analog media still. I, I yeah. that's what they just didn't catch you. They they so missed you're all that. that. They can't track my taped from TV. Yeah, uh, from I mean you're still using a CRT. Yeah, VHS tape. <laughs> He's yeah. he's got his little uh, combo TV CRT uh, VCR one one yeah. stop thirteen yep. incher. Hey man, Betamax is still viable. Yeah, <laughs> you know I think I finally gave my away my working VCR. My last VHS taste VHS. How do you watch account. Star Wars? I'm kidding. <laughs> By the way, you gave me the V. That's the right. V That's and right. We've got it because we're. I just bought a digital converter to yeah. try and convert some stuff. For, for archives and stuff. You can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> That's I right. I've forgotten well, we, that you had if, VHS. If, 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 you want, if you want to hide from the government and not let them know that you're watching the original version of Star Wars, this is how you do it. This is I how give you it, keep Google. Look, three <laughs> three more years, okay? Wait wait until Star Wars has another rough patch. Uh, and in like three to five years, they'll be like, hey, we did it. Everything you've ever wanted We've got the vaulted original with Vaseline smudges and everything. Here you go. It's on Disney Plus. Plus McClunky. Plus yeah. McClunky and one other thing that we added. Uh, just because. Disney likes money too much and they know people want it. I mean, it's, it's fair. I can, I can see that. I, I mean, eh, I mean, this is, I'd say Cobra Kai is essentially the, the similar to Rogue One where they're like, wait a minute. Remember that that whole de that that very early idea? Let's let's bring that back. Let's find a new way to spin that. Yeah, and that's 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 similar right there. I, it's it, and we're back on Star Wars. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's inevitable. This is what I was saying: lexicon versus culture, right? Like 
Karate Kid's in the culture. A lot of us grew up knowing it, watching it, loving it. You know, I, I'm sure I did karate after it because I liked it so much. Uh, I I have pictures of me doing karate, so... I, I have a yellow belt. reason why I signed up. Yeah, yeah. I, me too. I, and, <laughs> I took karate for like two years, and, and because right after I watched this movie... So, but I can't be certain that everyone I talk to knows what it is. Like, I know, I know they probably know what it is, but like, I don't know that I could make every reference more than wax on, wax off, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it, I mean it's, it's cause I mean, this is, I mean, I've talked about this before and so like, I, we, I, here, we, I, here's we an example. From the, yeah. I have said sweep to leg to somebody and they didn't know what I was talking about. I, I guess, I mean, how Seriously? old were they? Yeah. A little, young, a little was younger. It, was it your Was it your daughter? Yeah, she didn't get it. I just I yelled, "Sweep the leg at her," and she just did not take her sister out. I was very disappointed. <laughs> you, that's why you say to her, "You have a problem with that, Mister Mister Larusso, Mister Lawrence." So, so, all joking aside, uh, in in video preschool, my daughter was watching. Uh, they were talking about uh, stuff to, that you can do to calm down, and they were talking about breathing. And like how you can breathe in and breathe out. And my daughter on the video, on the Zoom thing goes, just like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> and I was like, yes. It's like, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> see, on the, on the breathe in, breathe out, I always make the bad boys woo-saw reference. And that's like, that one's too obscure, I think, for most no, people. The woo-saw. <laughs> I just, see, that just makes me go Mike Lowry. <laughs> so when are we doing the Bad Boys podcast, that's good. I guess that's the next question. Uh, we we got to come up with a good name for it. We weren't going to do this until we life. came up with karate scoring. So I'm still upset that they that no, that Bad Boys for Life is the third movie. That is the biggest waste of a title. It's Bad Boys for Life should have been the fourth, fourth movie. Yeah, that is ridiculous. But it's also the biggest movie of 2020. So what do I know? Well, they could they could make a prequel. They could make a. I, make I mean, a Bad Boys Three is a prequel. I mean, really, honestly, you could just go Bad Boys Forever, and then you've got your fourth one. Yeah, easy. It, just, it feels feels tacked on. Feels feels wasted. I mean, I'm it's upset. Bad Boys. <laughs> How much are we going to invest mentally into the title? Uh, well, we, I, they, they what are we talking about? What is the show for? You you stand on the shoulders of, the, of them who came before them, and they say. We saw what the Fast and the Furious did, and we learned, and we know what we're going to do. So I like, don't know. I don't know that Fast Five was right. No, but I'm saying like Fate of the Furious. I don't know that any of the like, I don't think any of the titles of the Fast and the Furious movies have been after the too first Fast, one. Too Furious. Yeah. <laughs> Come that's on, pretty, man. that's pretty good. I, I have to say the first two are good, but then you know what happens is that after the first two. I've come to like Tokyo Drift in a bad way, but like uh, the, after the first two, it's not really about street racing anymore. And so like, th- who cares what the titles are? Right. But like you, the first two with the good titles, still about street racing, mostly and family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All about family. Speaking of family, <laughs> the karate kid. <laughs> oh, it, it's cool that they've created multiple family dynamics in this show and that they give them to you right off the bat. So, you know what you're going to deal with. Johnny had a kid, Johnny and his kid don't talk. Johnny is trying to basically adopt another kid because he needs another shot. Right. And then you've got Daniel with his two kids. Well, we'll say two, but one that 
one that we're going to interact with really in the show. <laughs> you know what? His his son's probably off with his loudmouth cousin all the time. That's my my it's my head cannon. That's fair. Like I, it's, it's just because I, it's because I was rewatching the first season, and like I see the kid there playing his PSP, and I'm like, ah, God, like it's it, not not that it needs to be like it's. I think the Sam story is better. Like having having an, another uh, having a female perspective in there helps, but then like just the, the other kid is just doesn't care. I'm like, it is also a, it's a commentary on the next generation, which is a little bit like I'm a little bit like put down those video games, get away from that screen, but still I do see it. But I'm also like you you enabled him and then like the kid says alexa order a new ps vita and he's like cancel over and he still orders him like no this is you're a bad parent go to the computer cancel that and not that you have to beat yes. your child but look, throw him in the pool look like look, i don't know this is the point they make this is what i was talking about with kit is like they're they're not making him the parent that gets it he's not yeah. daniel larusso champion parent he's daniel larusso high school karate champion that's kind of yeah. it. I, I sell a good amount of cars, right? And like, because I know what Japan is, I have what's the name of the the company we learn in season three? Dai Dai Dai. Oh, it's like Doyona or Doyona something like that. Yeah, Doyona yeah, yeah, cars yeah. exclusive. Which, by the way, I thought. So again, jumping ahead to season three, I thought that that was that that the 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 little girl grew up to be like the head of foreign foreign sales or whatever at Doyona. Genius. I thought that yeah, I thought that that was a brilliant uh story twist. I thought that that was that was terrific. I I I love that whole trip to to Okinawa. Oh, by the way, uh just a uh, funny anecdote. Until I was probably 25 or 30 years old, I didn't know anything about Okinawa and except from Karate Kid 2. So Okinawa is very nice. It's like it's like a tourist destination. It's like it's like the Hawaii of Asia. And there's lots of like expensive hotels and things. But my only interaction with Okinawa is like the military base that they drive through in this tiny little farming village that Mr. Miyagi grew up in. And so I thought that Okinawa was like this poor farming island in in the South Pacific. And then uh, but then like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something, I found out that it, it really is actually like it's it's expensive and there's like high rise hotels and stuff there. It was just Mr. Miyagi's. Before this show, Mr. Miyagi's island or er, village was just like the the little tiny village that time forgot. Yeah, um, there. I don't want to step on people who have more cultural knowledge of this than me, uh, but I I have been to Japan. Uh, there is a real uh, complicated relationship on Okinawa, especially with Americans and the American military and the commercialization of Okinawa uh, that I don't know that I am well versed enough to get into, but it's not as simple as this show cuts it out to be where yes, there were farming villages there. They didn't particularly want to interact with the world that was coming and that had been created by the American invasion and, and installation of a military base there. And so I loved, and I I won't begrudge people for loving this because uh, I'm one of them. The scenes in Okinawa this season, I think they did a really good job of of treating Japanese culture very respectfully. Um, it's tough because it's set on Okinawa, and it needed to be set there for for the original history of Mr. Miyagi and to make people understand how complicated and fraught and heartbreaking the concentration of 
Japanese Americans was during the wartime and how people from a place like Okinawa could then serve the U.S. military and also Okinawa would be the most horrific part of the invasion of Japan at the same time and what happened to the people there. So uh, it's a tough spot to put a modern show in because they have to use what's come before. It wouldn't make sense for them to just obliterate Miyagi's history and make him come from Fukuoka or somewhere else in Japan. Uh, but if you, if you read too deep into like the commercialization of, of that Island, it's, it's tough, but they treat, I think they treated it well enough that I don't feel super guilty having enjoyed it. You know, that's off topic. I feel bad for okay. talking about it because I don't have enough cultural knowledge to really. No, but it's good to add context. It's good to yeah. acknowledge it because you have that knowledge. I think, Kit, you have been to Japan as well? No. no. Okay. Just, uh, okay. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never been to Okinawa or Japan. Uh, okay. Sally did. I didn't, that's what it was. I didn't make it to and Okinawa. Literally, when I was literally there. the only things that I know about Okinawa are from Cobra Kai and uh, <laughs> Karate Kid 2. So, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I didn't make it. I didn't make it that far south when I was there. So no, it's, but still, you have a little. You, but it's good. It's, that, it's absolutely important to acknowledge that, and I think that that's that's part of what the first Karate Kid did too. Is it? It's it's something that we've. That, there's a lot of whitewashing of history of just like ah, uh, we this happened, but let's move on. This happened, but let's move on. And they don't acknowledge it, and so they acknowledge one of the first yeah, times. Yeah. That, but I'm saying the movie acknowledges it more than my than my school did. Yeah, like it's they they barely touched on it. That's what I meant as far as like just whitewashing it. I think the movie does a better job of bringing it to your attention. Like, hey, we've done some horrible shit. We should acknowledge it. We don't have you don't have to feel guilty about it, but you should acknowledge it. And that's something right. that that they do a better job in this movie than than some people are exposed to. And I think that's that's to to the film's credit. And I yeah, think the, and I, talking about yeah. talking about the 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 internment camps. And the horrible conditions there, and also the and doing the, it in the eighties, right? Uh, and the 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 I forget the name the the numerical designation of the division that that Mr. Miyagi was in, but that is uh, they talk about it in the in the movie commentary. That is the highest decorated. It it was made up of all Asian or uh, I don't I'm not sure. Uh, uh, if they were all Japanese, but they were all Asian, that that entire um, Asian American of, soldiers. Yeah, we're, we're all Asian Americans, and they were they are the highest decorated division ever in the history of the United States military. And uh, they they went and fought in Europe, and they they got more medals than they were they were more highly decorated than any other division in the history of the United States military, which they don't. And they and they kind of they they don't go into a whole lot of detail in the movie, but they at least bring it up and point out that that uh, you know Mr. Miyagi got a uh, a medal of honor, which I thought also it made me really mad cool. in the show when they Wait, uh, when Miguel snatches that thing. Oh yeah, I I, I got actually physically mad because I was like, well, who would look at that and think this is something to mess with? It's, I don't know. I mean, it makes me that's, angry. But that, it, it re- reasonably, I'm sorry, rightfully so. It makes you angry, but it also speaks to the, it speaks to a child's knowledge and his understanding Absolutely. of what that is. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, and that, that's 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 also one of those points too, where later on, 
when he returns it and Robbie doesn't say where he says, oh, I found it. It's one of those things where it's like they the choices that these these care the the sorry the ch- the children characters make is so believable because we are t- we uh, this is looping back to what I said earlier about like all the choices like I see why he did it it's the wrong choice but I understand why he did it I get and a little bit annoyed at like where are the, the adults sometimes um, clearly not everybody's an adult but sometimes you like when they're having a gigantic brawl in the school like where are the adults you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, well, they, I mean, they kind of talk gaps. about that yeah. where they're... They where try they're to back out of it and say yeah. they can't have done anything and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But, like, right. there's a huge brawl in a house in season three, and you'd be like, the police would have been called by now by neighbors. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, even in the yeah. first season, there's the there's the the first big fight is with... Right after... Um, right when Sam confronts Kyler about, like, the lies that he's been spreading... That's when that's when Miguel beats the crap out of those four dudes, and like at the end, he's standing on top of the table, and then the 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 soft I put it in quotations for those at home, the soft guidance counselor's like, get that off that table, and she takes him away, and like that's that's kind of all that there is. After the fight, someone shows up and says, oh hey, come with me, and they, they the character comes back a few times, and she's very she's portrayed as just like kind of like, oh we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Feckless, yes, thank you, that's perfect. And that's it's these those moments of just like, wait, why? Like there are you do have to have a little bit of reasonable like of suspension of disbelief of being like you imagine because at one point I see that there's there's the lunch counter where they're getting food. And I'm like, that's not a kid there. Like, wouldn't some of the said, hey, get over here. Sorry yeah. for everyone's mics, but <laughs> uh, your headphones. So, but yeah, there there's there is some suspension of disbelief there. But it's you kind of I, I was surprised, too. I'm like, this isn't a home like someone should. There's an alarm you could push. Yep. There's mm-hmm. any number of stuff like people. It's yeah. It's that I think that was one thing that they kind of they tried to they tried to, to prepare first at the end of season two with oh they put Stingray as the security guy in the school so that oh this is how we get we get away get away with this ridiculous fight across the entire school. Yeah, is that they Which, they they need security so yeah. yeah. Go on. I was going to say, uh, if if I had one complaint about Cobra Kai, it would probably be the end of season three, because I did feel like that was just superfluous. Sort of like, right. It was like gang warfare, you know, like two yeah. rival gangs fighting in, in the house or whatever. I was going to ask about I, I this know, later. I, I just kind of felt like that just sort of kind of went a little bit. The The school one, fights happen in schools. And things this, got this out of one, hand. I, one, I, right, I This one, yeah. this one was was overdone because it was on tv but fights happen in school but like your whole dojo showing up to try beat and up another dojo Russo's house it's just yeah, gang and, warfare yeah yeah it, it, it just it that one scene as i was watching it i i was just kind of like oh this is you know yeah i don't know about this this is not i was gonna ask you guys great. about that when we got there yeah <laughs> i i i think it does not. The show does not seriously degrade in quality or anything after season one, season two. It doesn't seem to like have dropped off, but I feel like maybe it got up its own butt a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and in general, I really liked season three. I'm just saying, oh like, yeah, that that one that one part, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know about this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, season one brings uh us 
it starts with you know a, a struggling Johnny Lawrence who is mimicking Mr. Miyagi's career path, however, is not happy in it, right? So Miyagi was happy to be a handyman, I think, in a weird kind of like, he's a Zen kind of way guy. But Lawrence obviously doesn't have the happiness in doing these kind of menial tasks. He's trying to, didn't he try to like put a TV on a wall and got like really upset with the lady when it wasn't straight or something like that and then broke the TV or... yeah. 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 Well, t- so, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit, so he's not actually, he's not the maintenance guy for the apartment. That's just where he lives. He, the, the job that he has is handyman. And he, that's like the first time you see him in that role is installing, like cleaning some gutters in one house and then installing the TV on the wrong wall, hypothetically. Cause she said, it's the, the, the wall opposite the door. And he's like, yeah, that door. She's like, no, that door. It's like, as, as a person who's done some handy work like that, I would, you would imagine that at some point you're like this wall here, like before you do it, but but it, it's funny though because it's like even even in the the coming back to the character of like and you, I expect you you expect like oh this was the villain so he's just kind of a jerk all the way through like when he says like oh if I can hang it on the wall he's like I got to do the paint I got to refill the holes like another contractor just be like all right I'll just hang it on that wall but I'm gonna leave all these holes here I'm gonna do all this <laughs> stuff and in my head I'm like well he's he's doing the full job he's actually saying I'd have to replace all this stuff and I'm in my head as a person who's done that type of handiwork I'm like. He's not all bad, okay? He's actually going to fix your wall <laughs> afterwards. Like, another contractor just be like, fine, I'll put it over there. I'll charge you for that, and then I'll leave the holes there for another contractor to fix. Yeah. But that's so, my own headspace. Doesn't doesn't Miguel, at the very beginning, doesn't Miguel, like, ask him to fix something? I thought I thought that he was, like, uh, some kind of handyman for the apartment. Because I, so, I thought when Miguel talked to him at first, he was he was trying to get him to do something. When he first talks to Miguel... Original movie. Yeah, it's actually the the funny thing is that because I just watched it, he just asked him like, "Hey, is your water pressure low? Like ours oh, okay. is really low too." And he's like, uh, "He's like, it's a shit house. This is Reseda. It's a shit house. It's got shit pipes." And and the only good thing about it is I don't have to talk to anybody. Now you've ruined that. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's just what if had I not just rewatched it last night, I would have had the same context in my head. I mean, in general, things definitely get slightly better for Johnny once he decides to open a dojo, but they don't overall immediately right and so i was curious before we i don't know if we want to even at this point today like break down season by season episode by episode or anything like that but before we get into all that johnny is a tough character to base a show on because given where they start him off you either have to try and redeem him completely and show that he is a good man, actually. You Or you use him as a... What's the right word for the uh, anti-hero kind of protagonist, right? He's going to be a mean guy the whole time. And the people around him are going to be the people you root for. Kind of like a Breaking Bad situation. Like or, Butcher on the Boys. Yeah, or Butcher on the Boys. That kind of stuff. Antihero. That's exactly what I think of when you say it. I think, you know, that type of character. But Johnny, like, but th- what they've done so far is not make him an antihero. They're trying to show you that he didn't need redeeming as much as he needed to confront who he wanted to be. Right. When he talks to Allie about when he's sitting down with Allie in season three, it becomes about I didn't grow up to to. I didn't grow up to be who I was and I didn't try to grow up to be who I needed to be. And what I need to be is 
a better version of of myself in the past, right? He he still wants to do karate. He wants to teach kids the right way, and that's how you get Eagle Fang. <laughs> um. So why, given my premise for understanding that this show, while it is very very much also about Daniel, and that complicates what I'm about to ask you. Why call this show Cobra Kai? Oh, I mean, that's it's it, given. I mean, he, despite him it being a, an ensemble show, he is still our. He's the first character we're introduced to. He's still our. He's still the. He's still first on the call sheet, so to speak. I mean, for those that term, like he's the main. He's our main focus. And... I don't know about that. Ralph Macchio takes some episodes away completely, right? When he's in Okinawa, we don't see much of William Zabka. I mean, yeah, we don't see him in the in the in those scenes, but he's still in those episodes. And it's like if you look at the amount of screen time, is I mean, given uh, Ralph Macchio and Daniel's going to get uh, his fair share, but I do feel that the drive is still this that that, that he is the tent pole by which this the the series is built. So it being Cobra Kai, even though that's changing in what Cobra Kai means, it's still, it's still Johnny's story. Like it's, it's, he's, he's where it's, it's anchored and you might venture into other characters, storylines. And I think they do a great job of it too. Like when, when Johnny and Daniel are at the, or at dinner with their, their, uh, the wife and Carmen and, and, uh, yeah. What's like that name? those are those are some of the great moments like where Amanda? you're like that's like they find he they find that he's he's like you know what, I don't have to hate this guy and then something comes along and you're like he's like well I'm going to hate you um <laughs> but like there's that's he's I don't know I I think Johnny's abs- the 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 central figure I don't think he's the sole like caretaker of the story but he's definitely the central figure for Cobra Kai whereas like the the karate kid that was Daniel's story and that's why right. this is Cobra Kai Right. The Karate Kid starts with Daniel moving across the country and ends with him winning the tournament. And Cobra Kai, the series, starts with the resurrection of the dojo and its its path. But what yeah. Cobra Kai means in the past is what Daniel has to confront, right? Daniel tries to confront in the first season the fact that Cobra Kai isn't Cobra Kai that he grew up with or that he tried to train at. It's a different type of Cobra Kai because Kreese isn't there and all that sort of stuff. By season three, Cobra Kai has now devolved into what it used to be. Right? Yeah. Cobra Kai and its teaching in the show's thesis is wrong just like it was wrong in the movies. And so I wonder whether or not, I mean, Miyagi-Do is the wrong title. Also, I would not have titled the show Miyagi-Do, but titling it something like LaRusso is also probably wrong, right? It's not entire. I would argue that he is a, a tandem by the third season main character that we have two main characters because we don't have two main characters. I don't care about what Johnny's doing. Right. It's weird. They didn't try to come up with another name evocative of karate kid. That wasn't about only the quote unquote evil dojo, because 
it ends up meaning the same problem Battlestar Galactica had, Ken. You can't keep the Battlestar Pegasus alive because it's not Battlestar Pegasus. It's Battlestar Galactica. I was, so so it's Cobra funny. Kai has to stay around this entire time. Johnny can't yeah. say Cobra Kai is dead. Eagle Fang is the only karate now. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the thing is in my head, I, it, I postulated because like, oh, it's called Cobra Kai because that's what you remember from from your childhood about. I mean, aside from Daniel Russo, you do remember Cobra Kai. It's a, it's a very, I mean, no pun intended, striking name. And so it's it is there. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's good branding. But then everyone, the other two thirds of the podcast said, I didn't know it existed until it showed up much, much later. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I guess I just had my ear to the ground. So I did hear about it because of, you know, different parameters. But it it slipped past other people as well. Well, those same people that you could get to admit they know what wax on wax off are. Half of them won't remember the name of the bad dojo or Johnny Lawrence. That's it's interesting. Yeah, it's also. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, it's well, interesting they definitely because... shouldn't have named the show Johnny Lawrence. That would have been a, a disaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's funny because it's like much like the Star Wars thing where you discuss like, oh, what did those viewers think of the Mandalorian episode? Uh, oh, they didn't know who these people were. Sure. My circle, the circle I'm in, like everyone knew Cobra Kai, so they they the, it was an easy connection. Whereas if you do if you do have more non non-pop culture centric people they it's it skips right past them and so they don't know cobra kai they they might they remember wax on wax off but they like they don't remember that his name was johnny lawrence aside yeah they they just get kind of the those those little nuggets i think what you end up with is a situation where you can't name it karate kid because they're not kids anymore the story the story may be partially about how they're teaching the kids but if you name it karate kid i don't think it's got the right connotation I think, I think Cobra Kai is better than Cobra Man. I mean, uh, than Karate <laughs> Cobra Man. Man is also, yeah. yes, not a good name. I meant Karate Man, but yeah. Karate Man. Yeah, not yeah. so great. So you're left with like something like All Valley. It doesn't make much sense, you know, or like, I, you know what? I think that they made the right choice. I think they made the right choice weirdly, but it leaves them buttoned into having to keep Cobra Kai alive the whole time. But I think I think you end up with that being almost your only choice because otherwise it's not about also Johnny. If you call it Miyagi Do, it's only about Daniel. Yeah. I think that also too, if we in in the context that maybe we do have like we say we go to season four and maybe five and then we like they have it they have an idea for a story and they, they, they finish it when this when their story is finished. And then, so it's like hypothetically, in the next season or two, we do get a a bit of a finality to the John Kreese story. And then, going forward, I don't see Miyagi Do opening up and maintaining past past getting rid of Kreese. I don't see him still seeing having students in Miyagi Do, but I can still see Johnny continuing to be a sensei and teaching karate in that dojo. I don't know if it necessarily continues on as Cobra Kai then. So then that's when you leave that story. That's why this is the story of the Cobra Kai dojo. And then this how is the that story changes. of the end of Cobra Kai and the yeah. end of the show is when Cobra Kai actually dies. Yeah. And so that, I, that's, yeah, that's so. where you could finish it off. And it's like, cause I don't want, like, I think we've all seen shows that run far too long. So it's like, yeah. I think that could be 
that could be that button up of like that's why this is the title and it ends there. Yeah, that if if that is the if that is the intention to say this story had two sides and it very clearly is the intention to prove that every story has two sides, right? And and even past what we think is the end of the lesson, right? Johnny got the lesson that his sensei was wrong. If you watch only the Karate Kid, Johnny got the lessons that you don't cheat, you don't injure people, your sensei can't treat, you know, like all these lessons that even if you take Johnny to be the bad guy, he doesn't, he doesn't not learn by the end, right? And you could end it there. There's a really cool and striking thing about striking, <laughs> again, uh, about naming the show Cobra Kai I, that I didn't get until you guys started talking. Because I thought about it for a long time and, I, and I, I wrestled with like, why could it be, why would it be Cobra Kai and not something else about saying, even if we understand the lesson, we're able to still make the same mistakes and bring back bad things we've learned in it with good intentions, right? He brings back Cobra Kai to try and have good intentions. Hey, I really like teaching this Miguel kid to stand up for himself, even though he's kind of a dweeb. Maybe I can do it for other dweebs, but I'm going to teach him the way I was taught and they're going to be badasses, right? And he's always telling people to be badasses and making the mistake of saying Cobra Kai is the answer. It's, it's a pretty good idea that you guys had of saying, oh, then maybe the story ends when he realizes Cobra Kai isn't the answer. Lawrence, karate is the answer eagle fang. A, eagle fang is johnny not doe. long for this world come on <laughs> johnny doe <laughs> johnny doe johnny doe doe there's a there's a moment in the very first in the first season where he puts the strike hard strike first or is it no sorry strike first strike hard yeah no mercy and i can very easily see that 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 ethos being switched to Strike hard, strike fast, show mercy, because because sure. that that's where you are right at the beginning of season two, where he's like, you won, but you won because you exploited the you exploited the the the, the injury, you know. I think winning, I think being the best is showing that you've beat the best at their best, and I think that that's where when we do have this this closure at the end, that new mantra is can still be strike hard, strike first, show mercy. So it's like it shows that he's. He still maintains a certain uh, instinct and an and ethos, but he does change and see like no, there is a point where you show mercy because there is there is honor in that, and there's there's I think that's I thought that was from the very first uh, when that first pops up on the wall. I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is where that turn will be. And I, I hope don't know that that now that it comes back around. Now that Miguel got injured, spoilers for season two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he He's asked him at so. the beginning of, beginning of season three about what, what I did, what you told me to do, and I got hurt. Why? And I don't know that they even at the end of season three developed the right answer for that question. I don't well, know. I, I think that's the that's the that's the response of an injured person right after he gets out of it, like right after he comes back too, and even. Even as he goes on in that season, Miguel sees like it was. It's not just cut and dry as, as that. It's not as simple as just like, oh, I did. I did the lessons, and even in that lessons, he he had. I think he had Robbie in a in a hold that that he couldn't break out of, and he let him go to go help someone else. 
And that's that's when he turns his back on Robbie, and Robbie uses that as an opportunity to strike. And so, I mean, had he had he followed that, the strike hard, strike fast, he would have just like injured Robbie and then gone to do whatever else. But he didn't. He he showed mercy, and so that that's where everyone's trying trying to find that balance that we come back to, of like where do you show mercy, where do you stop the fight when you can. And that's going to be where we have to try and find that 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 balance between Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm. I. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to ordering an Eagle Fang shirt. No, you're not. And uh... don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. It's the dumbest looking shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> they have some decent ones out there. Everybody's going to order. Hold on, so hold. Gonna if, wear something. If you get an Eagle Fang shirt, I you are required to get the one that's in the show. You can't get a better looking one. It's it's better by just like a few notches. No. It's it's I could, okay. I we need a so... ruling. Kit needs to get in here and give a ruling. If right. you get a shirt, it's got to mimic what's in the show, right? You mean the the like. The artwork, the silk yeah. Training. So like, I have a Miyagi Do yeah. shirt, and it's the same exact thing on white. Oh, I think it's on like light gray because I don't actually like white shirts. But like, well, is there? I, I don't think that there's ever been in 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 universe. I don't think that there's ever been a Miyagi Do T-shirt. Is there? Oh no, no T-shirt. But like, if you're gonna get the design right of like the uh, the the dojo, I don't think uh, there's a, the, a Cobra Kai the tree, T-shirt the, either. The, yeah, I have the the bonsai the bonsai yeah. in front of the sunset. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the t-shirt that I went and got. And I know there's a lot of people that went out and got the Cobra Kai logo on their shirts even though why would you do that cuz you're just saying you're the bad guy. Well, they even they even address that in the show. Um somebody says, is it is it the guy who's inspecting his do- somebody somebody says like Cobra Kai, that's a badass name for a dojo. Yeah. It's it's Stingray. Stingray. It Stingray? Okay. It's, yeah, yeah. Stingray. I can't remember who says it, but yeah, somebody <laughs> even says that. God, Stingray. (laughs) 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 Who was in the like? uh, Ken is Ken is furiously trying to converse and also find artwork to to rebuttal my point that if you're gonna wear an eagle fang T-shirt, I feel like I feel like this T-shirt needs to be red and it should have essentially the same artwork like i don't know if they can get the exact same artwork but it needs to be there is uh, to be the eagle the eagle head with the the bloody fang so i got an officially licensed shirt so there's a places doing licensed shirts so they can get okay. the artwork but yeah if it's so not the biggest... dumb the dumb logo it's... with the dripping blood fangs oh yeah it's got to have that it's it got to be a red that. shirt and it has to have that yeah it's not red because I don't like red shirts. Okay, and you can so change the black. shirt color. I'm okay with the shirt color getting changed because I changed me. I don't like white on a t-shirt. I don't know about that. You like, can't wear a, like you can't get a you can't get a not black and yellow Cobra Kai t-shirt. I mean that just seems wrong. Yeah, it does seem wrong. Uh, okay, but my shirt's off white that I got. That's I don't know. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay if you don't like red. But I feel very strongly that if the artwork has been redone to make the eagle fang look good, that is not the point. Look less ridiculous than, yes. than I'm missing the point. <laughs> You're missing the point entirely if you don't wear the actual logo, the bloody fangs. 
I will try and find it. I, I, it's, it's a black shirt. That's the biggest change is that it's a black shirt, not a red shirt, mm. mainly because I don't like red. Well, then the I, don't, I don't know who you're supporting. Yeah, are you still... See, that's why he changes it to red. Yeah, exactly. That's why he changes it to red. Now I'm confused. I am confused, that, too. That argument is fair. I, 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 I secede the argument in the, in, the, if the, in the context that there are certainly school colors or you know, house it's interesting. colors that... It's interesting. I, I just realized this now. You've got Miyagi-Do as white and Cobra Kai as black. And they did that on purpose. And it's something oh, yeah. you would have known before. But like, it's interesting that they went with red for Fang instead of gray. Hmm. To say like, like he's... Just a, as a, yeah. Well, although, like, if, if we were pretending that this was the real world and you showed up at a karate tournament in a gray gi... It, that would just look dirty, like like you had an old, <laughs> dirty. That's true. Yeah, used. if you had a gi, you'd have gi, white, yeah. black, red, uh, yeah. yellow. Hmm. I guess. I guess he doesn't have the money that's, for gi anymore. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like that's it's funny because they when they're when they're in the. When they're studying the park, I guess we're on to season three now. When they're parked, they're just wearing the t-shirts. They're not. He's like, it's about branding now. Like it's not like they're not in their they're not in their their geese and stuff like that. They're like, no, no, yeah. just we're doing this on the cheap. Yeah, I like most the, of his students. It's a little yeah. tight. Wear it. <laughs> I, I I would be surprised if they didn't have red geese at the next tournament, though. Do you think? Hmm. Do you think they end up competing under one name or do they split dojos again for the tournament? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess they could. Because I I wouldn't put it past Johnny to say, no, my guys are not Miyagi-Do guys. But but, uh, Daniel to say everybody can be Miyagi-Do after they train together, right? I don't know. Yeah. He seems open to the idea that Miyagi karate has to incorporate more things than Mr. Miyagi taught him, right? Like the arm move he uses on crease and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And recognition. This, we're talking towards the end of season three, and I think we will later too, but um, recognition that Johnny has always been and will always be a better fighter than him. And so he should probably listen to some of, or let the kids learn some of the things that he knows, right? Yeah, that's going to be the interesting like point to like that that that's another thing I'm curious about too is like how far how far do we progress in season four? Yeah, like what's the time jump? The, yeah, do we get to the tournament? Do yes, we, which I think we yeah. And yet, so it's like, is that going to be? Yeah, where does that go? Where does that take us? Because there's going to be obviously there's going to be like the growing pains within the Miyagi do, dojo, and how do you how do they find their balance and then still find time to push forward to the tournament i it's 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 funny because we've gone on about two hours and there's still like there's still a lot of stuff that we haven't touched on too yeah we're gonna have to do to, another like, one next month <laughs> yeah the the characters that have kind of come in and stepped in and out and that i'm i'm i miss and hopefully they bring back so, oh who do you miss aisha i miss that we we, we lost a, a female person of color and that she I think like when at first I heard it, but when it first happened, they she gave said, it one of they said she moved away. So I assume that means that they're not bringing her back, or that if they do, it's a surprise for next season or something. Which, by yeah. the way, if I was her father, I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, if of course. That had happened. I would have been like, "You're changing schools," <laughs> yeah. and it's and you're he, never talking to Sam again. 
he he's also he's he's wealthy too because he count he came from the wealthy side and so did she it's like so they touch on that in the first season but also like that's that's a character that in this in season three wouldn't have had an, an easy space to fit into because of the story they were telling Right. Like it's it's that we do lose, and then the you also have the argument of like you lost a, a woman of color and you brought in another white girl and you with uh, Tori, and so but I don't see where Aisha's story would have fit into season three because she's she she would have essentially just stood alongside um, Hawk, who you know the, that's we barely even talked about the kids and like Hawk and what his his story arc is in the first season through to the next season but yeah. where do where does she fit in that story because it's like otherwise she just sit she stands parallel to hawk or she stands next to miguel and like where does her story fit so it's like they took time to give other people stories which is it's fine because they they do need to have positioning for like where do you move forward what does the what does the cobra kai dojo look like at the end of season three well okay so you've got robbie and you've got tori and you've got kyler so you do have these you do have these characters but where does Aisha fit in through that story arc? And I don't know where she would have easily to pay time to other characters. I don't know where they would have fit her in. So if she's out for a season and they move back, I'd be happy because I do want that character to still have that role. Like she has a great, she has a great storyline through the first two seasons. And so I think that that's, I, I can see why she's, they stepped away from her for a moment because they had a different story to tell with Tori. And because Tori also helps to ground Kreese's story. So it's sure. like it's you're ser- you're serving a lot of different uh, storylines. So Too it's many tough. masters. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, so I like, do hope that she comes back, though. I mean, I was just saying that, like, if I was a parent and, and this was a real world situation, like, I think that her dad was the only sane parent. I don't. Out I of, out of all of those kids. Yeah. Parents. I, I feel yeah. like um, if you're looking ahead, which is what they were doing at seasons two and three, and what you have planned and what you need to get through. They had to trim characters. They had to. I mean, they even trimmed one of Daniel's own kids out of the show just to, to make the sake for time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, she is a good character. She added uh, dynamism and, and diversity to the show. I, I don't think the show lacks for diversity. Luckily, they film in and are doing characters from L.A. You know, and so Miguel is... You know, you've got multiple people of Hispanic descent and, you know, it's it's tough to lose a character in general that didn't do anything wrong. Um, But given who she was in the story, you're absolutely right that there's she's just going to sit on the sidelines of the story anyway. And it's going to complicate whose side she's on, et cetera, like that. And if there's plans for her in the future uh, it's easier to just remove people and say these people were gone, and so they don't have to complicate their story further. That's my opinion. Um, I mean, in terms, it's of a different- lot of cast in this show. It's a very surprising amount of cast in this show, and a lot of people they're trying to tell stories about. I, I don't know how they do it, and there's a lot of people to try and remember. I mean. Every single person that has gone through Cobra Kai, almost all of them are still there in some capacity in either background or, you know, even those little kids, like the four or five little kids that were friends that beat up on each other, right? Like the the one with glasses and the Asian one that, that have gone back and forth on hating and liking each other. I don't know their name. There's too many to know all their names. I'm starting to, you know, not be able to remember all of them in terms of names. I remember their faces, obviously, but... So I'm not surprised and it sucks that it's Aisha that 
that it happened to. I'm not surprised the character or four. I think it was more than than four. I, Kyler hasn't been in the show since the first season. I don't think he's in season three. Oh, he's he's yeah. that. But and that's that's what I'm. That's I mean that's that's where I do see the reasoning because we lost Kyler in season two, but we yeah. brought him back in season three because he played he had a role to play. Right, and so I get that, and that's where. I think that I think that Aisha is a character that we should see more of, but I understand that the I understand the framing that they like. Okay, we need there's no spot for her, like you said. She she would fall into the background, and I feel be underserved. And it's better to then bring her back in season four and be like, okay, this is this is where this character is, and this is how she works within the framework of the other characters. Yeah. So I wouldn't be I would not be surprised if in you see in a season four. After like a let's say the tournament is like mid season or something, I would not be surprised if more characters fall off or something like that. Oh yeah, well like we lost Stingray too. Like not not that not that he's a he probably was fired and maybe in jail. Yeah, Yeah, no, totally fair because he did fight those kids in the halls. Yes, yes, he did. He's probably up on charges. Yeah, so yeah, I think there's it's this is a very strange thing to say. I think he's a lot more Karate Kid to talk about. He's doing time with Dutch. Oh yeah, he and Dutch are both. Yeah, <clears throat> Dutch. Which, by the way, uh, the so when they when they brought back all of the Cobra Kai kids um, for that motorcycle trip, Dutch is the one. They didn't. One of them didn't come back. The one who played Dutch, uh, and they they had a one off line about how he was doing time. Yep. Somewhere oh. in San Quentin or something yeah. in, in the show to explain why he wasn't. I, I don't know why why the actor wasn't d- decided not to do it or whatever, but. Um, if he's around, I don't know. Some of these guys, I mean, like I said, Daniel is one of the youngest ones and he's, uh, Ralph Macchio's in his fifties. I think Johnny or William Zabka is probably what? Like 50 something. Yeah. 55. Uh Uh-huh. Billy Zabka kicking butt at 55, man. I need to get off my, this standing desk is the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) If he can kick the way he can kick at 55, I, I got some work to do. That's all I got to say. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these guys are getting older. It's not surprising. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still surprised we have Crease around, too. Like, that's another one where it's like, like, when he shows him, like, I'm like, wow, okay, he's still up and moving. Okay. Still ripped. Look at him. Yeah. I saw him uh, at Comic-Con. He was signing uh, uh, Mego Dolls. I have a lot to say about John Kreese, uh, but we're going to save it. Yeah. Yeah. Save it for season two. Let's just save it when, yeah. We, well, in three, because John Kreese <laughs> is season three, right? Yeah. Nope. A lot of it. I, I, I just wanted to say that, that, uh, when, when I did hear about the show, uh, I went right home and signed up for whatever the service was. Uh, and like, literally that was all that YouTube needed to do was to tell me like, Hey, this exists <laughs> and they got a sale of one month uh out of me um they could have had me sign up instantaneously but i I went home and uh watched it it was totally not what i was expecting uh i did go into it with fairly low expectations i wasn't expecting a lot even though even though the person who was talking about it gave it a glowing review and said man the show is really really good i was like "Ah, all right i mean i'm definitely gonna go check it out but like i don't i'm not i'm not expecting this to be a good you know a story about about Johnny Lawrence uh, and like the other side of the other side of the story and whatnot. But like, it really wasn't 
I definitely was not expecting it to be as good as it was. And it, it was, it was definitely surprising that the direction, like I kind of knew ahead of time that it was like that Johnny was the main character and that, yeah. and that, um, that it sort of flipped everything and that Daniel, you know, like now Daniel was the rich guy and Johnny was the, the poor guy and whatnot. But I, for pretty much everything else was, a, was, was very surprising to me, the direction that they took it and the, the, the great use of parallels and, and, uh, all the different little little Easter eggy stuff and whatnot, and and it just it hooked me. And I watched I watched that season, and then I rewatched that season, and then like I don't know, like maybe a month or two later, season two came out, and and uh, I watched season two in like uh, two days. Yeah, it was like it, like it came out on like Tuesday, and like uh, like Tuesday morning. I woke up and watched like two episodes before I went to work. <laughs> and then like I came home and I watched, you know, as many as I could before I had to pass out. And then like I got up the next morning and watched it. And like by the within like 48 hours, I was done with. And that's the same way with with season three. Um, it's very bingeable. I, yeah. I mean, if you break it in half, it's two, uh, two and a half hour movies, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not that much. Well, that's, it's funny, too, because it's like I remember seeing the trailer and... I just saw it as like, oh, it's just gonna fully, it's gonna flip it a hundred percent. And Johnny's, yeah, he's down on his luck, but he's he's actually the hero, and that Daniel's the villain. And that first trailer can lead you to believe that that it's just like, oh yeah, he became this pompous car salesman, and you're just kind of like, oh okay, I'll, I see where this is gonna go. I'm not super interested. So that that the first trailer, which I also feel like I did a disservice to to you, Kit, for not saying something far earlier on. I should have said, hey, do you gonna watch this and brought it up, but the like the framing that that first trailer was like oh, okay it's just, it's just flipping it but then the show itself is far more it's far more textured in the idea like no no they everyone has their shades of gray everyone has their their light and dark and like there's there's a lot more there to it oh and, and even a character that can be an antagonist to your anti-hero right it doesn't mean that he's a good guy because he's the he's the antagonist to your anti-hero and it doesn't mean that he's a bad guy because he's turned into someone that really had no competition beyond, right? Like he, he created a persona about himself and he was able to become successful. He worked at being successful as we've seen towards the end of the show, but because of his success became the antithesis of what he was before, which somehow now, you know, uh, clashes with our old character. It's very nuanced what they've designed and the characters they've designed and uh, bringing back even something like John, I, 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 do, I don't search out news about shows, even ones that I really like. And so bringing back John Kreese, it's amazing that we get to have the actor come back. I think he was like born in the forties or something like that. And like spending time on that character. It's, it's a really amazing experience to watch i think you could easily call the creators of the show fans of those original movies create something uh equally as valuable as that first movie i think uh on the whole so far um you know who knows where it ends if it gets bad if it gets better but if you take the best parts of what's available here yeah maybe you could trim out a lot of this high school drama you could probably make each 
could probably make each of these seasons two episodes shorter just by cutting out some of the stuff that they feel like they have to have to explain what high school kids are doing. You know? Yeah, but, I, I feel that you... way about the about the the high school drama. But I figure the way I because like I, I watch the show and I'm like, just get enough like. There's too much time. We're spending too much time on the kids. I just want to. <laughs> I want. I want the story. But that's the of, thing, right? Of, yeah. of right. I want. I want. I want the Johnny story. I want the Daniel story. That's what I want. Stop wasting time on these kids. But they're also trying to. I mean, they're. I, I'm sure that that the that the younger people who watch Cobra Kai Absolutely. are much more invested in those characters than 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 the original Karate Kid movie. I'm going to say there have been moments. I didn't mean to cut you off, Ken. You look like you had something to say. But there have been moments when I thought, oh, God, why are we doing this again with Sam? I don't want to watch this scene, but I'm gonna, I'm enjoying the show enough that I'm just going to stick it out. And you find out something that is happening between her and another character her age. And her, her dad, who's ostensibly somebody that we are rooting for, that we like, that we want to be a good father, that we were like, yes, I could be Ralph Macchio. This is cool. Uh, overreacts to something Sam does. And you're like, but that's not what happened. And you, you start to realize like, this is written by parents. It's written by all these people that are, are showing you that even people that have learned from the great Mr. Miyagi don't always have the wisdom to understand. They don't know what they don't know, you know? Uh, and the moments that even I roll my eyes at sometimes prove to you you're not paying attention to what's happening or you're, you, you know what I mean? Like you don't always know what has happened outside of your purview. And so it's important to watch this, some of this stuff, some of it's just drivel. <laughs> yeah. Especially in season one with like Kyler and his friends is just like, I don't need any of this anymore, please. I mean, I think that's, I'm now as, as to your, to some of the comments you said before about like people not knowing <clears throat> like, Oh, this is, there's people who don't know sweep the leg. And that that's we should also then be asking the question. So we're we're talking about people who are outside of our general like our he, our own knowledge. I'm curious if there's now I'm like, do I know anyone who has kids that are in high school that are that would watch this and then be like, I don't care about Johnny and I don't care about Daniel. Get back to the Sam Maybe. Kyler uh, Miguel of it all. Like what what's going on there? And I'm. I still enjoy those characters. I mean, yeah, there's definitely times where I'm like, I'm, I, I'm like, I, it is, there is the high school of it, but I'm like there. I'm what about those? What about the kids who are viewers who did see this on YouTube because they have a YouTube premium account. Their mom got them it for the Logan Paul show. But now, now, by the way, that was one of the other shows. There was a Logan Paul show like about like, kids like raising it was weird I don't, it's uh, I don't even bigger them. every every sentence every syllable of every sentence you're making right now makes this show even more of a miracle right and that's the other that's <laughs> the part of it too that i was just like when it came out it was that was the other I'm, i wouldn't say competition but that's that's what it was it's uh compatriots were at the time i'm all i'm uh, honestly glad i didn't watch it till it was on netflix because i helped my small one view or whatever helped push this to the top of Netflix's charts. And when it's at the top of Netflix's charts, it means it's at the top of every streaming chart, right? Like they have the most views for things. And if they have the most views on their show, then that means it's the most views for whatever. And so I know season one, season two and season three all topped all the Netflix charts every single time as soon as it hit their service. So it's guarantees us basically. And it, 
unless COVID 2.0 happens and a show like, uh, was a, uh, glam glow. Yeah. Glow the the wrestling show that gets too hard to make. Right. Like, I don't know how you make Cobra Kai and karate in the middle of all this, but hopefully it doesn't get canceled for that reason. Like glow did. Um, it, but it pretty much guarantees if you're, if you're able to top a Netflix top 10, uh, for more than one week, you're, you're going to get, uh, another season. So, uh, yeah. I was going to say, uh, Kit and I can give you and your answer to your question in about eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, that's where I'm like, I need to find someone who has kids at least at this age right now, who's like 13, 14 going into high school. What do they think of that setting or what do they, call, what do they see when they see called Dixon? Uh, Dixon's daughter is like 20 something now. So even ah, that old. it's too old. Yeah. Too old. So where yeah. does that, where is that land? How, where's that landing for I, in quotations kids? And I, I am curious because obviously we're there for the Daniel and Johnny of it all, but it surprises me that I care about the Robbie and the Miguel and the Sam of it all as much as I do. I, Cause clearly we're here for the Johnny and the, it, it's a show made for people roughly our age who are entering the phase of life that these guys are already in, right? Yeah. Just like we were entering... I was not in high school when I watched The Karate Kid, but I knew that I was going to be in high school, and I should probably get into karate so I could defend myself from all these people... Uh, <laughs> on dirt bikes. On yeah. dirt bikes, running around <laughs> Reseda. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's do this again. Let's do more karate scoring. I want to talk about like individual moments in each season. I don't know how many more times we need to do it, but I don't. If you guys are into it, I'm into it. There's there's a lot of they do a really good job of having um, moments, little moments in each of the in each of the episodes. Yeah, the, the little Easter egg type stuff to to talk about. So there's yeah. definitely more stuff that I haven't that that I like that I haven't talked about. Okay, yet. good. All right, let's do it next time. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any comments uh in a general sense that we should talk about uh or if you have comments on let's say season one and two because we might do those i don't know together and then because there's a lot season three is so much more it's such a it's a technical feat that they did as much as they did in season three in 10 episodes compared to what they did in those first two seasons it is better budget better budget but like just not making you feel overwhelmed with half hour episodes and having flashbacks to Vietnam in some of these episodes. And you're like, okay. how did we accomplish all of season three moves at a pace that is, is like a landslide compared to like the season one's pace of hey, Johnny and Daniel are getting in each other's hair, you know? forget about it forget about it it's a little fugazi you know what i mean (laughs) the russo (laughs) except your 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 uh daniel's cousin at the i'm I'm daniel's cousin (laughs) dang it if he isn't good at selling cars oh man Uh, he's a good character you're pissed at him in season two but he's a good character that again, they, they he has he has something to do, so he has he's playing well off of everyone else. I sure, definitely, but he I enjoy yeah. But half <laughs> of the characters in the dealership disappear in season two, also, right? Like yeah, because think... uh, the, the the his number one seller comes back in number three in season the, three. He, his cousin comes yeah, back three. in season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
uh podcast we were gamers.com put uh karate scoring or cobra kai in there we'll see if anybody has anything more to oh, say than we've had I, so so uh based on the name yeah i do have one comment okay in the original karate kid movie uh uh johnny and daniel get to a 2-2 tie in terms of scoring so it's first person to score three points they get to 2-2 and then johnny punches daniel in the face that should be and, a disqualification. So, so uh, the the referee is the man who who choreographed the, the 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 in the movie. The referee is the is the guy who choreographed the the fight. Yeah. Um. And he the the referee in the movie. The referee clearly says no point, no point. Uh, I want to know why. I don't understand why punching your opponent in the in the face in a karate tournament isn't a point like i don't can someone who knows about karate scoring in the 1980s explain to me why punching your opponent in the face was not a clear because like he clearly hits him just right in in the face like i don't understand how that's not a point i any kind of martial i personally know a tongue sudo black belt and so i will go ask okay because this is and i didn't notice this at the first like for a lot of years, but this has been bugging me for a long time because clearly in the movie he says like no point, no point, mm-hmm. uh, blow to the head or something like that. But I'm like, how is that not a point? Like I, I don't understand why punching your opponent in the face in a karate tournament isn't a point. How that seems and yet, wrong. And yet kicking him for the winning point is right exactly. in the face. Yeah, yeah. like I don't. I don't understand how the scoring in the 1980s, and I'm sure that that's how the scoring actually was because the guy. In addition to like the guy was like a karate champion and uh, like a U.S. karate champion, that's why they hired him. So I'm sure he knows the the rules and whatnot. I'm just curious as to why a kick would count, but a would a, but a punch wouldn't in that it's illegal in kick. That that's that's why that's why Johnny well, says Johnny it. is yeah. pissed about it because it's an illegal like, kick. It's an illegal right? kick. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, or or if you know if you know that no blows to the face. Like I could see that. I, I, I guess I could see that. Like if it was too dangerous or whatnot, they're like you know don't kick and punch people in the nose, uh, and so the the kick shouldn't have counted. I guess maybe I I don't know. But uh, if if you know why that, that, if you know the scoring system and you can explain to me why the punch, why Johnny's punch to Daniel's face didn't was was specifically not allowed as a point, but the kick was. I'm very I am excited to get to the bottom that. of this. I'm also curious now because I mean, have you, I need to go back and watch it too. <laughs> Johnny has a bloody nose at one point. Did he not get that from being hit in the face? So, if he did, yeah. did was he reward? Was he awarded a? Was I think was, didn't he get that from hitting the mat? I don't know. Again, I guess we we all need to it. do a refresher on the original Karate Kid, uh, as well as two and three, and next Karate Kid for once we do the next podcast. Oh, but, don't don't watch don't watch three. No. It's got it's got Pat Morita. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I would rather watch at this point right now. I would rather watch the next Karate Kid with Pat Morita than watch the improperly titled Kung Fu Kid with Jaden Smith. So that's I will that's say, where I could land there. I had a lot of fun trying to explain the plot synopsis of Karate Kid Three to my wife, and and her looking at me in disbelief as I was like, "So this guy served in Vietnam with Crease." Who faked his own death, and they are now, uh, and, and now he's a he's a disreputable, um, toxic waste. Uh, 
he takes care of toxic waste, but he doesn't really take care of it. He just like buries it where he's not supposed to bury it and it leaks everywhere. And they're going to hire this other guy who's like a karate champion to come in and menace Daniel so that they can trick Daniel into joining Cobra Kai so that they can turn the, the, the tables on him and trick him at the end. And, I, and she's just like looking at me and I'm like, no, I'm serious. This is actually the plot of Karate Kid 3. <laughs> what yeah, about the plot of Karate Kid? The next Karate Kid. What do you got to talk about? Well, Which, by one, the way, also, I, I think... actually, I actually liked the one with with Hillary Swank. I thought that because it's it's much more it's 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 more of a reboot of of the first movie as opposed to I, most of my problems with with Karate Kid Three is just like the the really convoluted plot and like that and just sort of it it just sort of never being. Uh, a realistic, believable <laughs> plot. Yeah. Isn't Hillary Swank in another Karate Kid movie happening? No. Uh, I believe she... I, I think there's already been talk of her coming back for Cobra Kai. Oh, okay. But that I don't know about sense. Confirm. Yeah. Again, because she because uh, she did know Pat... Uh, Mr. Miyagi. She's... Right, sure. Like, he's... It's the same character. So, it's like, that's why I'm... Yeah. yeah. So, it's like... It was that's, basically... That that was where they wanted to go after after Ralph Macchio got too old to to be a high schooler anymore, right? Like like uh, even though the in in the real world those movies the first Karate Kid came out in 1984 and the second one or the the third one came out in like 1990 I think 91 something like that but like and then like next Karate Kid came out a few years after that but like the the Karate Kid Three is only set one year. It's it's the next tournament, so the the next year's tournament. Even though it was like five years after the five or six years after in real world time, but like I mean, Ralph Macchio was already in his twenties when they filmed the first Karate Kid in nineteen eighty four or eighty three, and then came out in nineteen eighty four. So like he, you know. He was probably thirty when <laughs> when Karate Kid three came out. So like it was. It's it's ten years after. It's 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 ninety four uh, for the next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, so they, that, I mean that's why that's why they had to go with the with artist. Kid. The guy, the Hurwitz guy that writes the show, said that anything that happened while Pat Morita was Mister Miyagi is fair game for Cobra Kai and considered in canon. I'm Agreed. Okay with that. I, I'm yeah. I'm perfectly happy if they can get Hillary Swank. Uh, to come back and I think you guy. have to have Hillary Swank though. Don't bring her back if it's not her. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I'm not saying that they couldn't get her because uh, it's not like oh, they can get her. Not like, yeah, but I mean, like she's on she Netflix already. Her. She's got a show on Netflix. Okay. Well, she's got a. It's called Away. Saying, like, like I could see. Well, I don't know. I guess is that uh, Ken? Do you have the IMDb page up? Is this like one of Hillary Swank's early roles? It's one of her first, if not her first. Okay, because I, I I believe that, that I think it's um, like boys don't uh, cry and then Allie. this Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Shue. Well, I mean, it, I think that I think Karate Kid was her first movie. Um, as far as headlining, I think that's correct. So I think I think she yeah. might have some some uh, she might have had some extra oh. like nostalgia about it like oh this is this is my first movie this is where i got my big break yeah you know uh, next, that might have been like an extra little bit of push next karate kid was her first back. she was in buffy and the next karate kid okay so she, maybe it's the same type situation maybe 
maybe she'd be willing to come back. Uh, she's our, I mean, if it's really easy, if somebody's already signed with Netflix, she, so she has a, she has a show on there called away who she's the main character in. Um, I watched a little bit of it. It's all right. If you're into like, if you're into mindless space drama kind of stuff, then mindless, I guess. But if you if space drama and not like space space. So I would like put like expanse is space space or science fiction kind of like more that venue. And, uh, if you're into more like drama, drama with space, space stuff, drama. yeah, okay. like that's a way is more your speed. So, uh, okay. she's on there. I mean, it wouldn't be hard for them to be like, so we got this other show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just thinking, cause I'm, I'm pretty sure she's an Academy Award winner, right? Yep, she is. Didn't yeah. she win for yeah. for, uh, for the million dollar one? baby? Million dollar yeah. baby, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, it didn't surprise me that they couldn't get her if it was YouTube, but since it's Netflix and the show really did, like when Netflix put it on there, it's it, over huge. The summer, like, it, it is, blew up, yeah. It is. So huge. it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they, if they, if she would agree, especially if it was like one of her earliest roles yeah a um, chance she i think it, remembers it well yeah it's I, not something I would she looks say, back on like oh it's when i did the residence oh god never mind yeah like, right yeah but like, if it's like your first movie and you look at it and people you know have a fondness for it in a in a certain capacity right a lot of people do and even if she if has a fondness for it. yeah right. yeah i could imagine someone being like yeah i could i could bring back a character that i haven't thought about in that long you know even bruce willis yeah. does that kind of stuff <laughs> Uh, you know, I like I've how we ended the Moon- podcast there. I've yet to, I've yet to see a Moonlighting uh, reboot. <laughs> I don't think David Addison is going to make an appearance anywhere. I'd lo- I you know, but he's he's no longer David Addison. Now we're going to go on to the Moonlighting podcast. Good heavens! <laughs> <laughs> we can't do sub sub pods unless they have good names that involve scoring. So you have to come up with it first, and then you can, you're allowed to propose it once you have a good name for it. Okay, I guess I got to work on my. Well, see, then then I'm just gonna on that on that premise alone. I'm just gonna be like, okay, how do I how do I title a Die Hard podcast? Because that needs to happen. Because um, they they were talking about doing a Die Hard show too, so it's it could fit. I'd Anyways. do a Die Hard podcast. That sounds great. How? Okay, so you're talking about like a series based on Die Hard. It's the young uh, the young adventures of John McClane. Essentially, was the premise that they had. Floated oh, like okay. him, him as a young as a younger cop. I really okay, think because I was gonna say like it's already kind of it's a oh, bit no, much it, for me that he's gotten into this many situations. Uh, past the, the same first Die Hard twice, but, yeah, but they acknowledge like, that in the second him, one. I couldn't yeah. see him having having ten of those a year. You know, like it's it. I don't know. I, although yeah. I guess you could make it like a like a like the show twenty four and have it be like one a season where it's it's just like multiple multiple episodes within like a 48 hour period. The concept of 24 was good. Like one time, you know, the concept of 24, I didn't say Jack Bauer, 20, just, just the idea of like, okay, this is what happens in 24 hours is a good concept. I think once, uh, and then you run in, just trying to get it, get the picture in my mind's eye. I need to know how the, how the diehard show would work. What if, what if the diehard show, is like all interconnected pieces of Die Hard that happened outside of Nakatomi Tower. So like the first episode is Johnson and Johnson and they're like 
getting ready to get in the helicopter on their way to Nakatomi. And like, you know, uh, uh, the, the next Argo episode. getting hired as a, yeah, as, yeah, a, yeah. As, a as a limo driver. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, exactly. It's like whatever season of Lost that was when they had the all the flashback yeah. stories. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then the third episode is, uh, gosh, the Crimson Dawn, who actually the yeah. Crimson Dawn are. Yeah. Asian Dawn. Asian Dawn. That's right. The, Asian Dawn. Wait. But then, of course, the, there's the German guy, the German guy who loses his brother and his brother's story. Yeah. But his see, brother's just it, his brother's story. Just the one that has ho, ho, ho written on him. Just yeah. his story. There's a and then there's us. We've got to have the Ellis episode. Booby. Oh, man. Booby, I'm your white knight. <laughs> I, I think the Ellis episode has to be the season finale because I might stop watching after watching an Ellis episode. <laughs> He's like, once I get there, there's, I, uh, you, uh, I've, I've, I've already, I've already, I'm already there. We're good. No more. Well, now that we've workshopped a million dollar idea for, for Netflix, <laughs> for Netflix, because they're listening to us and yeah. they, they know. I mean, if you saw a podcast with the name Karate Scoring, you'd listen. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Although, like although, us, or if you would like us to write your your diehard show show for you, I, we can be reached at podcasts at We Were Gamers. There you go. Although we we named this karate scoring and I just realized we don't know how karate scoring works. We literally asked someone to explain to us karate scoring. As soon as I proposed that as a title, that was the first thing that I thought of. It's like, (laughs) we need to find out why this doesn't count because it's been bugging me for years. Well, Ralph Macchio says it's an illegal kick, so we're really going to have to dig into this one. This will probably be the opening for next episode. We'll all come to it with our different uh, research. Well, there's also, I mean... mean there's I, I can tell you right now there's also like in the meeting in season three when they're in the amphitheater where the where the the, the pta meeting is happening where they say like oh yeah didn't you fight in a karate tournament isn't that an illegal kick that's actually the guy who developed the kick oh yeah the crane kick yeah like there's there it's the horowitz has already done a lot of that that cert that uh we just need to reach out to him and be like hey can you answer <laughs> this because you've done the research so please yeah. tell us all right i'll, I'll shoot him if an email you wrote the karate kid movie or if you wrote Cobra Kai, or if you are Pat Johnson, please contact us and let us know. <laughs> Martin Martin Cove might have point. a good answer too. He's a I think he's a martial artist. Crease, uh, I think Crease is an actual martial artist too. I I'm not a hundred percent positive, but I don't think he knew. I don't know about no any martial arts, but I don't think he he knew any karate. When I'm pretty sure that in the when they talk about it in the in the the movie extras. I think he said that he didn't know any. Did he learn it after either. maybe? Yeah. Cuz I've seen pictures of him at like martial well, arts and tournaments and stuff. I I don't I don't know if he knew no fighting, but I know that that he had to do training too and I think that they talk about him ha- them making sure that he trained separately from the kids cuz they didn't want to try and foster a believable atmosphere of him he he didn't they didn't want the kids training with him because they wanted him to still be like the sensei sure that's so funny that's like the same thing they did on uh god what was the name of the movie uh uh monster squad dracula oh. didn't want to be around the kids at all uh cuz he's like he didn't want he wanted to scare them when he was there that's funny. and like that that's i've i've heard that that tale of like don't have them around so when i'm there i it's instills real feel did you uh you guys watch Shit's Creek at all? Yeah, I have yeah. not yet. Oh, okay. I guess uh, they didn't know what the main actress. What's her? Um, 
uh moira they didn't know what moira is gonna sound like nobody she wouldn't reveal the accent she was she had created for moira rose until she was on set for the first day so she wanted everybody to be like taken aback by it it's kind of funny a lot of that read the sally read the making of alien book and you know the scene when the 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 chest burster comes out of comes out of his chest oh, yeah. they didn't tell they didn't any tell of the anybody. actors what was going on what was but like can you imagine being an actor in a in a horror movie and you show up at the set and john hurt's head is like sticking out of the table and all of the cast and crew are like wearing like gordon's fisherman <laughs> gear to keep the blood from spraying everywhere and you the have camera... no idea what's going to go on and they're just like just go with it just go ahead you'll see what's going to happen the camera's all wrapped in plastic yeah that's pretty good. All right, gents. This was fun. We're going to be back soon. It was nice to be back with everybody in 2021. Hope everybody's enjoying this tangent of carbon scoring while we're in a sort of a Star Wars lull. I mean, there's news, yeah. there's toys, and we'll build up Republic. a... Yeah, the books. The, the movies, yeah, the movies books. and TV. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's fair. But you're saying like we're, we've just gotten several novels. And well, so I was going to say is, yeah, New Re- High, High Republic... High Republic. High Republic. High Republic yeah. is out, but I don't know that we've had a lot of time to delve into it. So, you know, when we build up a little critical mass of Star Wars stuff to talk about, we'll uh, we'll be back at carbon scoring. And in the meantime, we'll do some karate scoring. I like it. I'm into it. It's okay to enjoy other hobbies other than Star Wars. And uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Keep those kicks low, right? <laughs> Not in the face. Not the face. Ken. Ken loves Starkiller, Galen Merrick, and hopes that they make a black series of him soon. And a Juno Eclipse as well, as well as the droid from that series. A three-pack, like a deluxe three-pack, would be fine with me. Ken.